Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of LGA. That is Lit Gaming Arena, the best amateur podcast around. And we got Justin on the knobs. What's up, everybody? We have Frost on the laptop. <laughs> that makes me sound so important. I'm so glad to be here. Let's get to it! <laughs> a fun intro i'm super glad to be a part of this team with you guys <laughs> you make me proud to be um not an part american of the best you, podcast you, you make me proud to be a human i guess we'll go with that for now yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there's there's other there's other things that I'm into. Um, it's podcast, not so much. This is the best sounding amateur I've been, podcast I've been, ever. I've been told that's uh, this is where I need to be, and there needs to be more of me. So I'm here to be loud and proud because that's the only thing I'm good for. And I'm also here to tell you about the new releases. So, having said that, I realize that it's March second, but I'm gonna talk to you about yesterday because it just seems right to talk about. Uh, what came out at the first of the month. I don't know. Organization thing. So, new releases we'll start off with is um, Dead or Alive 6 on PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox. That came out uh, yesterday on March 1st. Toe Jam and Earl back... No. Yeah, back in the Groove PlayStation. Back Groove. Lynn, Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox... That came out yesterday as well. Left Alive came out on PlayStation 4 and PC. Um, actually, that's going to come out, excuse me, on March 5th. Total War Three Kingdoms is going to come out on the PC March 5th. Oh, baby. Devil May Cry 5. Gonna pull that devil trigger. Uh, that's going to come out on March 8th on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So enjoy that, guys, because I know there's a lot of people waiting for it. Um, and then to wrap up the week, we have Kirby's Epic Yarn only coming to the 3DS on March 8th. Isn't it super epic? <laughs> uh, no, it's Kirby's Epic. That's what it said. That's what it said. No, it's yum, not. Yum, yum, not yum, 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 it's that's not. what it said. What it said. Are, you, are, you, are you saying Metacritic is wrong? <laughs> Hold on. It, yes, what Marcus, it, yes, our yes, in-house game analyst, is on, he's did, on the Did you what it said? That's what it fucking said. I'm going to look at right there. It says Kirby's it's Yarn. Cur it's Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, and it's for the 3DS. It, see, look what I'm looking at. Extra it says epic Kirby's yarn. Epic Yarn on the 3DS on March 8th. Well, it, well it's, okay. it, it is that game from the Wii, but it's extra. They added stuff. Specifically, Marcus knows more than me and will always know more than me. I'm just saying <laughs> it's extra epic. <laughs> and my purpose not, here is genuinely pretty useless. It's, it's not It's not epic at all. So we, in addition to those new releases, which is actually kind of a small list this time around, um, we have new games on the uh, PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. So I'll start with Games Gold Gold. Now available is going to be Super Bomberman R, available 
now, basically, uh, up until the 15th. So you only have until March 15th to get that. Get it if you want it. Otherwise, I don't, it. I don't know. Download it. Play it. If you want to play, you want to play it. I don't give. A, I don't really care. And then there is Adventure Time Pirates of the Inchiridion. That is on sale now as of the 1st and will be available through to the end of March. So Man, that's free. March 31st. It's free. Free. And then there is Star Wars Republic Commando available on the 1st. So yesterday through the 15th. So that one's a little bit shorter. So grab it if you want it. It's I hate ne- that Xbox does that it's, <laughs> so it's, much. It, I, I don't blame them for doing that, though, because this is like an old-ass Xbox game. It's well, not- no, I mean, but like, I just hate how they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it for the first through the 15th and then from the 15th to the end of the month. And this just yeah, the makes it more confusing. Releases are kind of yeah, annoying. I don't know. I just wish yeah. it was all in one day. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Uh, available later this month, uh, we're going to have Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. That will be available on the 16th and will be available through April 15th. And then the last one is Metal Gear Rising Revenge. That will be available on the 16th of March and through to the 31st of March. So that one doesn't have very long of a life either. I don't know. You're talking about who, revengeance? <laughs> who who picks who picks the times and days and dates and how long these stay up and why? Annoying people. Is it is there is there a rhythm to it? I is there a reason or no, not as far as I can is tell. It, is it is it just to make themselves seem like oh you better pay attention to us all the time yeah, otherwise just, stuff could disappear. Oh no. I'm still like I'm in the group that thinks that like if you are subscribed to Xbox Live or you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus, these games should just automatically get, like, just dropped into your library. I don't think you should have to go out of your way to add any of them to your list, but that's just me. Oh. They want the clicks, Justin. They want the clicks. Oh, I give them all the clicks anyway. I don't... They want you to be on their platform. I'm, I am on their platform. You're hardly, all day. You're hardly on the platform. All day. You're bar- Playing Apex. You barely even clicked on it. I didn't even play Apex in a couple days. Feels bad, man. Are you done? Done what? Are you are you done? Done what? Talking? Huh? Huh? I'm still not done. Are you have more stuff over there? I've got more stuff. Oh god. I only just talked about the games with gold. What, what, what are you just ready to you beat up the PlayStation? I know you don't like it, but you don't yeah, need to be that mean to it. PlayStation. Yeah, because they don't do crossplay and anything. You, fuck you, them. You, you Get them out of here. You don't need to be that mean to it. Okay. So on the PlayStation Plus, Justin, who is ready to completely ignore I it. I thought you were done because you I stopped talking. Not, I. Wh- you interrupted me. So there's there's a Call of Duty Modern Warfare that's coming free. The, the Witness is the coming remake, free. Right? They're like remastered. Yes, yes, yes. You corrected me. There's a word I missed there, and that's the big bold lettered word called remastered. So let me repeat that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered is on free PlayStation Plus. Go for it. In addition to that, there is the Witness. So those so, are the two free games. And then if you're among the few that care about the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita, again, this is the last time this is happening. So there's a couple more free games for those consoles. But this th- th- after this, there'll be no more. It'll just be the two free games a month. And that's it. So PlayStation, I don't know. Do something better. <laughs> uh, dive Kick. Is going to be on the PlayStation 3. 
which um, I always hear really good things about. Well, well if you want to play it on the side, I guess I better get it while it's <laughs> while it lasts. And then Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots, PlayStation Three, Gun House is on the PlayStation Vita, and Rogue Aces is on the PlayStation Vita. So last chance, get them if you care. If you don't, it's Smoke not my problem. Them if you got them. <laughs> And that's the end of my spiel. What are we going on to next? What's going on with you guys? Huh? What you been playing? Just all things video games. So my whole much, life. So much video games. So much video games. So much that in where I haven't played any. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you played phone games. Those count. Those yeah, well, count. I mean, I'm still Those on, count. I'm still on Apex. Um, have, you, have you seen anything about Headlander? I own it. You own it. Have you played it? I haven't it, played it. It's, it's an adult swim game, though. Yeah, it's... It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird game, but it's enjoyable in its own way. Yeah, I bought it when it came out. It interested me. And then you just never played it? <laughs> there, there was a lot of indie games in that like summer showcase, yeah. I think, that it was part of that interested me. So that was one of the ones I didn't get around to. It's weird in that... I know, I didn't get too far in it. Like, There's different ways you can upgrade. In, you can upgrade your head in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird because technically your head is inside it's imagine like Futurama your head is inside a helmet type thing mm-hmm. that's There's, what I thought when I saw it it was kind of like yeah and a Futurama head in a jar thing you're the last you jetpack around and can yeah. like land on things and take control of them yep yeah, so you're the last uh human basically and you wake up in the spaceship and this voice is telling you what to do and so you're just your things something's after you or someone's after you and you just gotta escape and you can just fly around and land on robot bodies, control the robot bodies, but you can actually just get upgrades for your head. Like you can upgrade, like you can get a vacuum where you can just suck robot heads off of other robot bodies. That's weird. And I don't know if like something in the future allows you to jump or not, because there's no, as far as I can tell, there's no jumping. Your head, Justin, you have no legs. Yeah. I mean, like when you are controlling a body, you can't jump. So I don't. You're a head, Justin. You can shoot if yeah, that body has a gun, then which. What do you is, think this is, Mario Odyssey? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, just as usual, I'm on Apex. Really bad at that game, but it's really fun. Hi, <laughs> I wanted to jump back to Headspace for a second there and Headlander. talk about. I don't know why I keep calling it Headspace. You just really want to meditate. I really want to promote Headspace. Please sponsor me, Headspace. <laughs> it's all about the breathing. Count with me. One, two, three. It's all about headspace. Okay, Headlander, I think, is funny um, because of the like the stupid jokes that they have in there. Like, the robots say stupid things, yeah, and are. it's based in a fun time, kind of like a 60s. The 70s, yeah, 60s, 70s. Um, and there's no other robots, or there's no other humans, and they're all just robots pretending to be humans, and they're really, really bad at it. Like, yeah. this one lady lost her dog, and you had to go find the dog, and she, like, obviously gave zero shits about the dog because in order to get the dog to her you had to knock its head off put your head on the dog and then walk it to her and she's like my dog is back yay and then you just leave a headless dog with her she's like something's something's missing Did it, is oh it? well 
It really gave me Mars Attacks vibes. Yes, it yeah. did. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking of. I couldn't I couldn't recall what it was reminding me of, but that's exactly it. Mars almost, Attacks. Almost like the same time period, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And another thing is that they definitely don't take themselves too seriously. The game looks nice and it feels nice, um, but they, they add a lot of humor into it that I really appreciate. Like, the different doors are colored and you have to be a different color in order to go through different doors so you have to find robots that are red in order to go through a red door and these doors are just sass masters which is like that's a really great loading screen type thing to make it seem like it's less annoying by uh just installing some humor there like Like one of the yeah like one of the red doors is like you are red therefore i will spread and i just it's a kick out of me every time <laughs> i think it's so funny the orange door makes a really lame like orange joke like orange you glad i open yeah that fuck that door i like the red doors the orange the orange door is a dick <laughs> there's yellow doors too i'm i'm up to yellow doors i don't i i but i don't recall what they were saying so is it able to rhyme orange nope <laughs> With door hinge, <laughs> that's like an Eminem like Yeah, <laughs> isn't that like one of the things that Eminem actually got mad about when somebody like called him out on it? Never mind. So you've also been playing a lot of Apex. How's yeah, that been going? That's your continuous uh my peril. My, it's ruining it's, my it's, life. It's, it's it's like um it's like a pretty serious relationship at this point. Yeah, you know. I'm you guys just are- glad you broke up with Celeste. <laughs> I still need to play more Celeste, though. <laughs> I mean, Celeste Celeste did some good things for you, but Celeste wasn't really what you needed. I think Apex is what you, what you need. It's what he did. I love Celeste, though. It's such a good game. Side hoe. It's such a good game. I just suck. I, do you, I really, you I really, trend here? I, really, I suck at video games. I really think that, that you're going to go long and hard with Apex. I really think you're going to have I a long-lasting and know, loving relationship maybe. with Apex. We'll see. There's there's lots of games out there. What? Plenty of games. So far, there's nothing right now, because the only thing it's that could have shined was Anthem, and that did not shine. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks, EA. You ruined everything. You, yeah, No one has the right to be upset about it nearly as much as I do. Okay? Oh, come on. Shut up. Well, Justin, you like Celeste, right? Yeah. You like the music of Celeste? Yeah. Um, well, the person who did the music from Celeste, uh, uh, Lena Rainey. Yeah, I, think I follow her, her on name, Twitter. Has a new album coming out. I'm I'm hyped. You, you are hyped? I'm hyped. Yep. It's called One Knowing. Looks, sounds she, really she good. Makes, she makes some real good music. I'm, I'm stoked for that. Yeah. I'm also pretty hype. But in other games, uh, I just actually found a new idol game that i've been playing (laughs) um it is called idol supermarket tycoon and i don't i don't recommend this one i don't know don't play play a lot of idlers that you don't recommend i know well here's the problem like i can rate them based on like how intrusive the ads are and this one is like the ad apocalypse of all ads. It's just what makes a good idler other than not having I, a lot of ads. I think like a good idler allows you to progress fairly quickly, I would say, and not get hung up on stupid like like stopping points to where you progress far enough to where it feels like you have to buy stuff to in order to pro- to progress. Um, but I mean, that's from a player's perspective, not a like whale perspective or from the game developers a perspective. way to make money perspective yeah like th- basically this game is like it's you, you just start you, 
you start out with a simple grocery store. You have one cashier. You have a tiny parking lot, and you have a produce department. And well, thanks a lot. Now I'm already playing it. <laughs> so you um, you can upgrade your parking lot. You can upgrade to be bigger to fit more cars in. You can upgrade the amount of cars that come to your parking lot via like an advertising campaign. How much is you just pay money and it just will generate more cars coming. You can you upgrade your cashier to be faster or. um, Oh, my God. Why are we talking about this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why is this appealing? Why? Why do people play these games? Tell me. Explain it to me. Why do people play games like that? Why is what makes that interesting for you? I don't know. Like I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you why I play these shitty games. <laughs> they're shitty games. I get I know you register that they're shitty games, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to maliciously interrupt you. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, you like I was like on a train of thought and you just <laughs> totally cut me off very rudely, um, might I add. But I'm trying to understand, like, what makes these games appealing? Like, okay, well, I'm gonna get back to that after I finish describing the game. I can't uh, remember the last time I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, with this game, you upgrade your produce department, you can upgrade your cashiers, they can be faster, or uh, the produce department specifically, you can make more money off of whatever people buy from there. It just gives you more money, and you just start buying other departments and you just grow your departments and you hire more employees and you just keep growing this empire of, of just grocery store and every step of the way it's like there's a special vip parking spot and guess what happens when a car parks there you get to click on it and then you get to watch an ad oh my god and then it gives you more money oh god and then something will pop up on the side it's a picture of a bus you click on this bus and it says hey if you, if you watch this ad you can get instantly 40 customers inside your store oh how about that you want that yeah so then you do that and since your grocery store is new and everybody in your store are slow as fuck you they, the people start piling up they get mad they, the customers start leaving because they can't get their produce fast enough because your produce guy's too slow and then another thing pops up on the side and you click on it and it says hey if you watch this ad all of your customers waiting in line can be checked out instantly we'll be satisfied instantly <laughs> and uh-huh. so you're just you're just watching ads left and right in order to get like because the the amount of money you're making almost pale because um the car the vip spot will either give you money or it will give you like the special side currency which you can actually like use to upgrade the efficiency of your workers or um how much money they make or whatever or it can make upgrades cost less and the money you make while actually like playing the game and earning money from people buying stuff is like nothing compared to how much actually watching the ad gives you. So it's like there's so many incentives to just sit there and watch like ads forever. And it's I, I don't recommend this one at all, but it's I know I'm going to drop off of it pretty quickly because the ads are just way too much. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't. So people, I don't I don't know why people like these games. I don't know why I like this game. I don't know what's appealing about this type of stuff. Like I was the type of person that when Cookie Clicker, um, when Cookie Clicker came out or was that the first one? Cookie Clicker? Or was it Cow Clicker? I don't know. I think it was Cookie Clicker. Know. But then the one that really fucked you up was like it was it was gold. And so you just tap it and get as much gold as possible. That was the one that really fucked you up. Fucked me up? I'm yeah. not what you would um, call an idol master. 
I, so yeah, I want to say I played Adventure Capitalist. I think this. I think I don't think it was Adventure Capitalist. It was um, Tap Tycoon. Yeah, Tap Tycoon. That was it. I mean, that was the one I was into. That was I got into that really hard. I don't. Yeah, I just don't know because it just, especially like when you prestige and then you just start over and like you rise back to where you were previously within like a few minutes, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, now I'm at a whole new level and. Then it like tops off again. But thankfully, I'm not the type of person that spends money on any of these games because I just I can't imagine people spending money on these games. Your well, there's why you're not enjoying it. <laughs> Your wallet would be crying if you did spend money on those games. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Yeah, because they're it's pointless. All these games are pointless. They're they just, are pointless. But they just they're I don't know why it's but I mean they're but on the I, they're geared towards mindless children yet they appeal to you some this it's not just mindless <laughs> they make you feel good because you leveling up uh, it's, it's all about leveling up i think yeah but you can level up with like a more intelligent game it's a good like feedback what? loop like like you, what game can you level up so fast on it's an so easy, fast on? satisfying yeah. feedback loop i think Marcus, I, I, I it's a nail on the head it's just like it's a super like you're leveling up super fast see i prefer i prefer to level up and feel like i've earned it rather than it just happening too fast like an example i will bring up is kingdom hearts like it just they just threw level ups at me and it almost didn't feel like i earned them i didn't mm. like that I, I like earning the level up that's that's when it that's when it becomes rewarding they're just they're just rewarding you for playing the game at that point. No, they're punishing. So me. they're they're. I guess they're just appealing to your inner millennial. It must just that's it's must be lizard, what it is. It's my lizard brain. <laughs> just I see those numbers go up. I just want to see them go up. Well, I'm glad that you had such a thorough review for such a this small uh, phone uh, app game. game. So good, well, good for that. Because I mean, like on the other hand, you look at um, what is what's the other game I'm playing um. God, I always forget the name big of it. Big Numbers Tycoon, where it's, the uh, numbers are big. It's the boat one. Seaport. Like, Seaport is like, you just pop in the game, you send your ships out on a mission, they collect stuff, and then you come back later and do it again. Like, there's the only, like I said, I've already explained it before, the only way you watch ads is when you want to open a treasure chest and it gives you, you can watch an ad to give you double of whatever's in the treasure chest. And then there's like, obviously there's the side currencies that every single one of these games play or have. And then there's like special boats you can buy only with uh, real money. But it's just, I, I feel like that stuff is almost on this, like it's a bonus. Like you can spend this if you want, but like the game experience isn't lessened by not spending the money. And so it's like, it's pretty simple and it's not intrusive in a bad way. So I don't know. There's different levels of these types of games. I can respect that. I mean, everybody's different anyway. You you seem to value your phone above all else. So naturally, phone games would be more what you would go after. Well, I, and I have a hard time. And with- also you spend a lot of time like in the bathroom where you kind of need some of those silly nonsense games to entertain you. That's why I said it's it's my pooping game. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the poop game. Uh, uh, if which, you can be I crude mean, about it, then I guess. Yeah. It's, you like I mean, like colossal 45 minute shits. These are your games that keep you company <laughs> like. I carve a part of my day out to take a poop. Basically, <laughs> he has a schedule. Why for are pooping. we talking about this on the podcast? Because if other people have irritable on bowel Bob's syndrome, burgers, why they might take your recommendations. I'm editing this all out. <laughs> on Bob's they burgers, might take your recommendations five o'clock for meeting. irritable bowel syndrome games to play on the phone. I'm not you putting can, any. You of could this. start a campaign and change lives. I mean, all your talk is futile. I'm like, I did not sign up to have. 
have my bathroom habits the length of time I put this it in a This is podcast. the IBS Gamer. <laughs> the I- IBS Gaming International. <laughs> anyway, the, the pooping game. So it's your pooping game, and that's good for you. <laughs> I'm super happy you have a well, pooping game and that you just... Anything else that's actually valuable that you would like to talk about that's not Apex because we we games talk- for me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I, I I think in the future my new pooping game will end up being Stardew Valley when that comes to Android because uh, it's a real game and not an idle game. I, just, I guess I don't know. I, I just I just do more work when. I just I edit shit and write more and social market and yep. <laughs> well, I mean I do that too. Poop, uh, pooping is a is another mean is another way to just go keep working. Marcus, how about you? Sometimes I look at the news, babe. What what you been playing this week? Tell me. Oh, I've been playing one of them pooping games. <sighs> you know, every game on the Switch is considered a pooping game. <laughs> I guess every so. game can that be is, a pooping that is, game. That is the truth. The poop potential of the Switch is astronomical. <laughs> 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 Unlimited <laughs> poop potential. <laughs> I rate games by their poop potential. <laughs> That's great. Uh. <laughs> anyway, I've been playing more Switch because that's kind of been my console of choice right now. So that's all you ever do. Yeah, but I played more Tetris ninety nine. Um, I really like Tetris. <laughs> Be sure to check out our GG episode on that. Marcus gave us a lot of opinions. A lot it was, of it was an in depth. Uh, conversation in one where spoiler alert justin was right in the end and i put there's that is not a spoiler free episode there is a lot of tetris 99 spoilers in that yeah, episode. lots of spoilers so be careful you don't want to be spoiled you can check that out it'll probably get released next wednesday or as soon as sunday you never know gg gg no it won't be as soon as sunday could be. It's short. It's but sweet. I've also been Tap playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze oh on the Switch oh with geez. that funky mode. Oh, what is okay? What is funky mode? It lets you play as Funky Kong. <laughs> That's all I've been hearing about off and on from it's you for mode. months. Is Funky Kong and Funky Mode? This is this Funky is, Mode. Just means you play as Funky Kong. Can you so play what, Apex who, in Funky Mode? Did if they, they, just if put, they put Funky Kong in it, do they just put glasses on Donkey Kong and call him Funky? No, Funky Kong is an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look a picture. Up. I gotta look up a picture now. Funky I Kong know what is Funky not. Kong. I want to know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got his cool shorts, his ripped jeans. <laughs> And he's got a bandana, and he's got his sunglasses and his surfboard. There was a cartoon for Donkey Kong, wasn't there? Yes. I love that thing. It was was very wrong. It was good. It was not good at all. I loved it. It was bad, but good. But Funky Kong basically... I'm sorry, I found I looked up the picture of Funky Kong. And like some of these poses, he's like... (laughs) He's like a hella gay. Yes. Like he's like the fucking gay uncle that's coming up to visit from California. Funky Kong's that the he, coolest. That he has like 
Hey, family! I'm super happy to be with you guys. What are you talking about? He looks like he just got out of prison. He's a regular (laughs) grease monkey. He does not. He looks like he just got out of jail. To me... I mostly remember him from three when he was working on my boat and flipping a, like, hammer. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He's even got gay dance moves. Stop it. Like, look look at this. Look at this. Those are not gay dance moves. Those are. Those, you can hear the... You can hear the the techno... mm, We mm, can't mm, even mm, say... mm, mm, Gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. No, Mm, he learned mm, that in mm, prison, mm. man. (laughs) He's straight up from prison. (laughs) Cold blooded. He's cool. You believe what you want to believe, and I'll believe what I want to believe, okay? But Funky Kong has (laughs) all the ability. It's like, okay, in the regular Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong can play with other players. So whoever your player two is, so if they're playing a Dixie Kong or a Diddy Kong or a Cranky Kong, they can hop on to Donkey Kong and they supplement his ability. So with the Cranky Kong, he can jump on spikes and other enemies and bounce higher. Like he it basically uses a cane. And with Dixie Kong, he has the helicopter hair so he can kind of hover a little bit. And with Diddy Kong, he gets a jet pack so he kind of gets a little bit of a boost when he jumps so he can go further. Now Funky Kong by himself basically has all those abilities. So he's like OP. Yeah, he can he can jump on spikes and he consistently so that's playing in easy mode. Yeah, in some ways. I mean, this game is famous for being it's pretty fucking hard. But yeah, he uh, has so he can he can land on spikes with his surfboard. He can spin it in place so he can kind of hover a bit and he can kind of get some extra jump where he can kind of prolong his jumps like a jetpack would. But and he also has five hearts instead of the usual three. So it just like how Donkey Kong would get the extra two if he had somebody on his back. So he Sounds he's like a- he's better. <laughs> it's better in every way. Yeah, and they they did make some changes to, like th- this is an easier version of Tropical Freeze because like uh, Sans funky mode if you're not playing with Funky Kong because you can just you can choose to play with the regular Kongs but I noticed I was dying a lot in a minecart level which was more or less uh, like I, I could have finished it the level but I was trying to get you know the Kong letters to spell Kong yeah so I kept dying like intentionally until I could get Kong and spell it but yeah he uh it after so many deaths, it unlocked a level, f- the next level for me, which I don't think it did in the original. I can't recall it doing you that. You suck at this game. Just move on. God damn it. <laughs> which is when the game feels sorry for you. It's pretty nice, though, because, I mean, that prevents you from being stuck for too long on something like. Yeah. Maybe you're not good at a minecart level and yeah, you just want to move on. Or I mean, what the, the levels I really struggle with in this are ones where you have to hang on these like zip lines and that's just because the buttons aren't good i don't think because you have to hold the trigger yeah. to hold on to the zip lines so and that more or less it messes with my brain when i have to let go and hold on to like a different vine or something oh yeah because it just is it, it doesn't feel organic in a way like I don't, i'm not i don't i don't use those triggers really for almost anything in the game so They're it not feels great triggers anyway they're really not but it just <laughs> it doesn't feel normal to use those but yeah it's uh it's good donkey kong tropical freeze is it's a good donkey kong so underrated so on the subject of donkey kong are you i I always hear people say different things but is is it diddy kong racing diddy's kong racing or diddy kong's racing it's i call it diddy kong racing but i know that's wrong no that's right (laughs) that's their actual name of the game 
Oh, I Diddy just Kong Racing. But ding, yeah. ding, ding, you win. No, I was, cause I'm, Which I was is Diddy wondering. Kong's quest? Because uh, everybody, everyone, know, I always hear it all three ways. People say all three ways. I've, I've heard it all three way, way, ways as well, but it's, I always call it Diddy Kong Racing because that's, I mean, if that's right, it's right, but it's because Donkey Kong Country 2 is Diddy Kong's quest, which is yep. the, yeah. the plural on the Kong's, uh, like, because it's their quest. Well, no, here it says Diddy's Conquest. Because I, I think it's... Con- it's supposed to be a play on Conquest. Yeah, Conquest, yeah. So, but yeah, it's... I was... I hear Diddy Kong's racing frequently. But, I don't know, it's just it's just Diddy Kong racing. Them's the facts. I wanted Donkey Kong racing on the GameCube. And then it never happened. I know, and I'm still upset. I'm, I wanted to race on all those animals. I wanted to race <laughs> on Rombi and whatever the names of any of the other ones are. Yeah. I mean, I'm still just one another Diddy Kong racing for Switch. They can't because the racist overtones. <laughs> You're probably right. They, they feel the, uh, I can't remember his name, but the elephant, they feel he's racist. <laughs> I mean, either way, they just need to, they need to pick either Mario Kart or Diddy Kong. And just did, did you ever unlock that guy as a racer? It was real hard. Mm, no him and tiktok so. were like obnoxiously hard to unlock i can't remember it was so long ago i played that and i was oh you would games. remember unlocking these foods <laughs> you'd never forget especially tiktok like he's the one i'd never like i was like he's because he was the weird like clock at the beginning yeah of the races but yeah you could races him yeah i probably didn't unlock that <laughs> the the thing i liked about that game was that it was like there was a weirdly kind of open world ish element. To yeah. It. I mean, you, it was kind of like, I guess Mario 64, like you drove to the level and then yeah. entered the level. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like that because there's like different things that you could unlock in the over, I guess you can call it the overworld. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was a, a little bath. I mean, pat, part, blast down memory lane for me. <laughs> I know I've said this before. Like, part of me does feel Diddy Kong Racing is underrated in many ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's like you compare that to Mario Kart and F Zero. Like, I'd take either of those over Diddy Kong Racing. But that's only because we have only had one iteration of Diddy Kong Racing. It didn't have its chance to prove itself. I mean, F Zero hasn't been around since GameCube era. Yeah, you're right. It's been a I mean, I would. For I mean, F-Zero. I would. I'd like to. I want a new F Zero with a jazz soundtrack. That'd be cool. Cause have you heard any any jazz renditions of F Zero songs? Just Mute City. Mute shitty. <laughs> there actually is a a, a rock metal ish rendition of Mute City called Mute Shitty. And the guy never finished it. He never finished the song to this day. That's really upsetting. It was yeah, because it was a real. It was like a, I think a forty second clip. He was just like, I'm just messing around. I might finish this later. And it was probably my favorite rendition of Mute City ever. And it never got finished. But I'm um, so sad. I'm right, so was, sorry for you <laughs> we, and your why, loss. Why are you going to be so condescending over just, there? <laughs> I think I like. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing just as much as I like Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> that doesn't say much. <laughs> um, I, I there's a I I don't have to remember their name, but they're I found this group of people that are actually are doing jazz renditions of like old 
um, video games, and they did a couple of a couple F Zero songs, and they're really good. I mean, F Zero had some stellar music, which is another reason I want it just brought back. Yeah, just, I just I want a new rendition of Mute City. Yeah, it's such good music, and you could it was the fastest. There's no game where you go that fast. <laughs> It was too fast. You never see numbers that high. I, I thought Sonic was supposed to be the fastest. No. These numbers were like in the thousands. <laughs> a thousand miles an hour. Over 99,000. You, you were going so fast. What and about Hydro Thunder? <laughs> I loved Hydro Thunder on the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was probably the best place to play it. And the arcade was good too, but I loved it. I I can't tell you how many how how much money I wasted on the arcade version of that game. Hydro Thunder just did. It, I think it's something that only belongs in my childhood. I don't I don't know if I'd want a new one. I think I would just because of the way water physics has improved. It's just there's something about boat racing that screams like that era we grew up in. Yeah. That. I don't. Yeah, know. because there wasn't there wasn't it. It wasn't only just that there was like jet I mean, ski racing type I mean, games look, and. I want Iggy, a new Iggy's Wrecking Ball. <laughs> I want a new Iggy's Wrecking Ball. What the fuck? <laughs> look, if we're gonna talk weird like racing games and whatnot, I want a new Iggy's. Iggy's Ball. I can get behind that, I, <laughs> but like a new version that like holds up to today's standards. Not yeah, like I don't know what it would look like, but <laughs> not not any of this. A business with um, Toe Jam and Earl just being the same game, <laughs> but with they, different graphics. It's what that fandom wanted. I, yeah. I, it's not. I never liked Toe Jam and Earl, but I didn't really. It was never part of my childhood the way it was for a lot of others. Like yeah, I, I played it, but I played it. It was way, Sega Saturn, right? Yeah, I played yeah, it I never, way out of like I played it. I think on the PS3. I, I, I was, I always forget the Sega lineage. Did the Sega Saturn come before or after the Genesis? I think after, maybe before. So when I hard to tell, because <laughs> when I was really young, the thing that I remember playing, going to a cousin's house, was the Genesis with um, Sonic Three, and then there was also the Sonic version that was on the Game Gear that I played, and those were good. Those were back then. I mean, I would consider them good, even though I think Sonic games for the most part are pretty terrible. <laughs> you well, that's unfair. But Sonic Adventure 2 on the Dreamcast was the best one. Well, the Sega Saturn was released in North America on May 11th, 1995. So I would have been five years old when I came out. So I think this was clearly the contender for the PlayStation. Okay, so yeah, so Genesis was earlier then. But also I have a bad memory, so I might have not even been that version of Sonic I was playing. I I don't even remember for sure. Okay, yeah, so Genesis was in before that. Yeah, 1989, Holy it looks shit. like. So, well, and the yeah. Genesis was a 16-bit, and the Saturn was 32. Okay. Yeah, see, we went, we had, like, an Atari, and then I played the Genesis, and then we went to Super Nintendo. So, I went back and forth through all the different... <laughs> I didn't stick with one thing. The only thing that I never had was a PlayStation. I was we were a Nintendo family, so NES, SNES to N sixty four, and then one of my friends had a PlayStation, so eventually we got one, but that was towards the end of the PlayStation's life. 
I think yeah, we got one got in one. 90... Oh, man, it would have had to have been 2000, 99, 2000, somewhere in there. Yeah, and by that time, I was, like, really getting into PC games, so... Well, and then that's... We got a, like, we got a PlayStation, and then I swear, like, a year or two later, we got a PS2. <laughs> that could be the case. <laughs> yeah, it was... We quickly got... Like, because we got a PS2 on launch, but... But also, like, that was one of those things where the same thing that happened with the PlayStation 3, where... It was like, oh, it's a PlayStation 2, but it also plays this new thing called a DVD. And yeah, well, you can play games on it and watch these new DVDs on it. P- part of us getting a PS2, like, and we sold our PS1 to get a PS2. Yeah. Um, but it was that it was a cheap DVD player and we didn't have a DVD player. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's the same thing, same exact thing when blu-ray was coming out and you got a playstation 3 it's like well you can get a playstation 3 which is the best blu-ray player you can buy and also blu-ray players being new it was the cheapest blu-ray player you could buy so it was like you might as well just buy the playstation 3 (laughs) and and like a lot of people my original ps2 died oh so we got uh we got one that came bundled with we got one later and it came with that atv game and it had the uh the jack for internet in the back. Oh, really? Which later became important because we got Final Fantasy XI oh, okay. with the hard drive and everything. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's, that's just that was. I mean, that's a good move on their part when they made that change, especially where you look at the, <laughs> the Xbox 360 and the separate HD DVD player you could buy with it. Oh, man. That was the train wreck. And then it's like, well, what's going to win, the HD DVD or the Blu-ray? I was always mad during that time because people uh, and and not like they were necessarily wrong, but people were really bitching about the price point of the PS3 when it was at six hundred dollars. Yeah. Which I mean is like no questions asked. That is a little high for a console on launch. Yeah. And when there's no other option for it. But when you considered how much the 360 was plus the two hundred dollars for the HD. Yeah. The same it was cost. the same price. Yep. So, and that's just the new technology being pushed. And obviously, if you chose the PlayStation 3, you came out on top as far as it, the Blu-ray part, <laughs> as far as Blu-ray is concerned, because then you had the Blu-ray player. Um, and for the longest time, even if you were to buy another Blu-ray player, it was like the PlayStation one was always the best one you could buy because they would update the firmware to account for like newer formats of Blu-ray. And th- if you bought a standalone Blu-ray player, that would sometimes not get updated. It was the best, cheapest Blu-ray player. Yeah. Even at $600, it was the best, cheapest Blu-ray yeah, player. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a crazy thing. And if you, like I said, if you bought a Blu-ray player, it wouldn't update and then you would just wouldn't be able to play new movies. I mean, I'm still upset that about two years ago, my fat oh. PS3 bit the dust. That's the worst. Yeah, and I mean, fully like, backwards compatible yep. fat PS3 just well, started I mean, yellow lighting, and then I maybe coming soon the PlayStation Five <laughs> might have you covered. Yeah, I took it. Well, I took it to get repaired, and I paid the guy like seventy bucks to fix the solder joints on the, uh, like you know, put new thermal paste and fix the solder oh, joints yeah. on the processor. Got it back. It worked for a day, and, and then it started doing the same shit. Oh ours my just, god, that's the worst! I'm so sorry. Ours like just almost started on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what happened? It was um, it was upstairs, and I was downstairs, and all of a sudden I heard my brother was playing it, and all of a sudden I heard a pss, crack, 
And then my brother just went, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I don't know what happened. I guess something must have caught fire and it just just frazzled out. But this was years and years ago. All we had to do is just go buy a new PlayStation 3. So this was before the PlayStation 4 was even out. I just it's it's an it's an endearing story about me and my grandpa because I like I sat down and I legitimately cried like a baby <laughs> and he came over to me and he patted me and he's like what's it it's okay baby girl we'll we'll, we'll go get you another one for your birthday because it was like Aww. it was in March he was don't worry we'll buy we'll buy you another one for your birthday <laughs> I'm like a I think I was like 22 years old <laughs> if that know, if I... that worsens your opinion and image of me imagine a 22 year old old uh, grown ass woman crying about her broken PlayStation 3 and then her daddy promising that he would buy her a new one. I mean yeah. if I didn't already have an Xbox One X I would have cried the other week if my I would have too. Because that's like the most important thing in this household as far as electronics go. It's not even important to me or you it's important to our sanity uh, because that's just what our, our kid needs the Xbox in order to function as a as, at somewhat of a normal level. Because if he doesn't have it then he just turns into a nightmare. It's just Parenting 101 get an Xbox. Yeah get an Xbox <laughs> teach them to use a controller and give them Netflix. Quality advice take it. Don't give them YouTube or else they're going to go down weird Momo, (laughs) weird uh, Spider-Man, Elsa and uh, Momo paths. (laughs) The dark path. The dark path of YouTube. It's it's a dangerous place. Yeah, I took so my PS3 gets repaired and, you know, then frazzles out again. And I was just mad that I essentially was out the 70 bucks. Yeah, that sucks. Because then I just went and bought a new PS3 for yeah. like 180. It's like I could have just got a new PS3 for 200 bucks instead of. Yeah, I paying. wasted like 70 extra dollars. But I mean, I it, wanted to salvage the fatty. Yeah, I mean, I understand that because it's the with the backwards compatibility. Because then it's like, well, now if I want to play a PlayStation 2 game, I got to haul the PlayStation 2 out. It's it's a bummer. I mean, I'll be honest here. I, I've like occasionally gone back to play a PS3 game and I play it for like maybe 20 minutes and then I go, this feels gross <laughs> and I play a PS, my PS4. Yep. That's usually the way it goes with a lot of the backward. Everybody says they want backwards compatibility, but how many people actually use it? I mean, I want it, but I would be fine. I think I would be fine just playing all those games on my PS4 though. Like if yeah. I could just actively play any of those games on my PS4, I'd be fine. If they or similar going forward to a PS5, I would just want the ability to play all that on my PS5. I'm just interested to see what they do with the next generation of controllers. Do they keep that, that touchpad? Do they do if when they add backwards compatibility, do they add trophies to everything? That would be interesting. It's all I want. That'd be a lot of work. <laughs> That's a lot of games. Don't, don't care. <laughs> do it. I I'd be interested to see if they keep that touchpad because I know like nobody uses it. It's just a giant it's map, the map button. button. Yeah, yeah. It's, which it's, I don't like games where it's side dependent on what it does. Oh really? Is, so yeah, it's like left that? or right side dependent. Oh yeah, that is kind of weird. Because I always forget which side's which. Do they go with a touch screen? Maybe. That. I know there contextually was with there what was, you're say, seeing or what's on the game. There was patents for a touchscreen tech in a controller. 
I wouldn't mind that. Like if they replaced the touchpad and instead of it being a button, it's just a touch screen. I don't want controllers to be more expensive than they already are. <laughs> I mean, they'll always be expensive if they do that, but keep it in the same price range as they already are. They're not gonna. <laughs> I mean, a switch is any indi- indicator oh of how God. expensive controllers are going to get. Shitty ass joy cons cost $80. That's ridiculous. There's a lot of tech in them. I don't care how much tech there is. I'm not going to buy a $40 single Joy-Con. There's a lot That's in ridiculous. those. Ridiculous. I think they're $50 for a single Joy-Con. Yeah, I know. It's it, it But costs, I mean, I'm kind of like if you buy both of them, like who buys it, a single That's just rip-off. It's that's, more that's for highway a single robbery. Joy-Con than it is for a two-pack basically. Yeah, you might as like, well just buy the two-pack and buy, throw one of them away. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, th- because cuz cuz it's like, "Oh yeah, my left Joy-Con broke. I got to buy a new set and then you throw away you throw away your other one, and then the other one breaks. I mean, one of my friends, their uh, Joy-Con started uh, drifting. Like, their joystick was kind of, like, jacked. Oh, my God. So, That's... yeah, they they were, like, just one of my Joy-Cons is screwed up. And I, kinda, like, kind of... They, they don't always sell the certain colors in the side dependence. So, oh. they're kind of screwed so you, on so that. So, you just got to buy both of them and bite the, yep. bite the bullet. Because, yeah, it's not side... They don't, like, theoretically a green wouldn't have the right and left in a green that sucks i'm not a fan of that <laughs> it'll get better i mean the switch just celebrated its two year what you do is you just buy whatever one you want and then you just mod it to be what you want it to be i i hear that's actually kind of hard really because i hear a lot of people it seems to be a really popular thing that the, people the are antenna doing. is very sensitive mm. I mean, I personally wanna wouldn't want to risk it with how expensive those are, but I've heard there's a lot people, of people doing it. I've heard of a lot of people opening them up and actually like wrapping more like copper coil around those antennas to make them stronger. That, well, maybe there's probably better information than when I was looking. I just know in the early days they were like, yeah, that antenna is incredibly fragile and yeah, I not know. great. I've heard of a lot of people just adding more stuff inside there <laughs> and just modding the switch like I don't know. I I really love the people doing the uh, old school, like clear, purplish Nintendo sixty four. We went cases. over this. This color is atomic purple. I know. I know. It's the best. It's the best. I don't. I mean, I don't like. I don't. I didn't like him for the Nintendo sixty four, but for some reason, I like the look on the Switch. It I, it I looks like the, modern and retro simultaneously yeah. in a good way. Where yeah, before it looked kind of like cheesy yeah because it's like here's all these like weird electronic components inside this case and there's like a lot of like dead like empty space in there so it's just a bunch of just weird a few electronics and then it's just holes and it's like i don't it wasn't appealing but now it's like you put that like inside where there's a touch screen (laughs) that's kind of badass i hope nintendo just gets more into the color game i like that they always kind of do a lot of different colors yeah I, I would like to see some diff- some different ones. I mean, I kind of wish they got kind of like Xbox in the custom controller. Like, yeah, that is probably one of my favorite things about the Xbox right now. How you can just straight up just go and order a, an extremely customizable Xbox controller through the Xbox. <laughs> it's like I, I know some of that only works because we're in the U.S. and they're they build them in the U.S. Yeah, so Makes maybe it. that maybe that wouldn't work necessarily with yeah. theirs, but. But I mean, you do pay the premium for. It. I think it's like the seventy dollars or something for. An, a, I mean, not like that's already what Nintendo's charging anyway. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think if Nintendo were to do it, you'd probably be charging the get a hundred and fifteen. Some yeah, probably something like that. I mean, I mean, this is coming from someone who bought an Xbox Elite controller for one hundred fifty bucks. So, I I have three of the Pro controllers, and they're a pretty penny. Yeah, well, those those are eighty, aren't they? Yep. So I mean, it's. They cost more than an Xbox controller. Yeah. I mean, they feel really good but and, and have forget, a ridiculous battery life. Do they have the HD rumble? I forget. No. That's a bummer. Yeah, they're... I mean, and they're not used in... They don't work with everything. Oh, really? There are several games that you can't use them for. Huh. Somewhere you would 100% be certain you could use them for. So they, you're like lots of these games, you're forced into the Joy-Con. Not yeah, like not like that's super problematic because I play handheld most of the time. But yeah. but certain games that I feel are kind of that sit down experience, like uh, like if it's an RPG in in the case of like something like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, you know so, some games like that that I are big expansive games. You kind of want to sit down and actually play with the controller. Yeah, I it's like we're because um, you played Celeste on that mm-hmm. and you used handheld mode yep and um i was listening to the recent or recent episode of the gogp show and he um said the same thing he played it on the switch in handheld mode and he said that if you're having issues playing it like with the controller on the tv just switch to handheld mode it's easier it strangely is and i was like i almost i almost want to try it that way but i don't have a switch so I well i might have to play yours this to to test this theory out i also don't know if this is 100 percent factual or maybe if it's just my setup because i have a really long hdmi cable even though that shouldn't create any delay realistically but i swear when i was playing on the tv i had kind of a lag of like hmm. like it would be a millisecond or so of delay but it was enough that it threw me off where when it's in handheld mode, I didn't notice it. That could that might be an actual thing then, because it's like because I mean, when it's, it's when it's connected to your switch, it's not wireless. It's a wired connection to the switch. Right. Yep. So it's directly connected. And like in my case, I was using an Xbox with an Xbox controller and there's still that that slight delay of um, wireless connection to the Xbox in order to control stuff. So that might there might be some merit to that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm obviously not into the, uh, I'm not over here counting frames and measuring <laughs> it. I don't have any tech to do that. I know there are some YouTube channels that are dedicated to calculating delay and especially in remakes. Like I know. Uh, Isn't it like Digital Foundry do stuff like that? Maybe. And they might be the ones who did this, but there was one for Mega Man in the X collection and holy balls is there delay and i know from playing it that yeah there is a very noticeable delay and i guess they it was some like some like i like 13 millisecond delay wow and the in the original i think there's of like four yeah and that's and then that's another thing that comes along with our modern technology with tvs and stuff is like back when you had the the cathode ray tvs it was just like nearly instant so well i mean and especially in the smash scene they were all about crts um and when i was playing that there was a lot which that became a funny thing because some people were like i noticed the delay and i honestly think they were crazy because i had them play on my setup um and he he was like because i was like i do not notice the delay on my setup 
he plays on my setup and then he's like he was like it's strange because there doesn't really feel like there is one on your setup <laughs> but he, he was like insistent that there was a slight delay still and i was like i don't i think you're insane dude but all right i think it depends on what it is then maybe i'm not sure i mean in my opinion it's just he's a whiner <laughs> But, <laughs> it's just something to complain about. Yeah, I mean, it's just every if you know, I, I feel it's always just some excuse for if anybody loses that it's <laughs> like there's a delay, so you have to negate that as much as possible. Can we go back to vector TVs? <laughs> <laughs> and then you can do things that might break them <laughs> if the vectors go wrong. <laughs> I just want the vector to be, I want the display to be mounted in the ground and then the mirror like on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that, uh, people are diehards for CRTs as much as I, I had a massive CRT TV, obviously. Uh, you remember that? Oh yeah. We had to throw that away and it's, uh, it's heavy. Took everything out of me did to you, throw you, it. Did you? It was so heavy. <laughs> I would have probably taken it up in pieces. We, I, I did take a large part of it apart, but the screen itself, which is obviously the which is like it's part, a solid piece that you can't really take apart, or else you like risk yeah, the electrocution. That, that was so heavy, so so heavy. Me and my father took that out, which was just convenient. He was in town. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. one of the reasons where my, my parents were wanting to get rid of one of their TVs and it's like this same like gigantic and I'm just like I don't want to ever bring that down my stairs I feel like we're at the end of an era um, I think anything that like I guess diehards are definitely going to want that CRT experience yeah but we're getting pretty good at just replicating that and doing that in a way on modern tech yeah, I, I think that FPGA is kind of the push in that area. Yeah, I think so. We're getting better at, and also just screens are just getting faster, and um, they they they're more responsive. I mean, imagine trying to play uh, imagine trying to play a retro game on a plasma TV. <laughs> that would just be the worst. Now we. I have, mean, some people that's that was their experience growing oh, up, though. Like they may want to do that. like. I know plasma screens were cheaper and they probably were they probably back then were better than LCD screens as far as like the first time I played a PlayStation was on a plasma. That probably wasn't great. It was on the one of those well, maybe it wasn't a plasma, but was it, it was one, one of those big oh real the, big projector type the TVs. The rear projector, yeah. big screen TV. I it's hate a those DLP, things. Something like that. Digital light projection. Something like that, yeah. And there was just like it, it was it's a flat screen, but it's only flat because it's being projected from the back. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those old timey, and it was like huge. Like I hated those, and they always had the worst. big. They, I felt like they had the worst picture of any TV out there. Really, I mean, it seemed cool when I was like six. Well, yeah, when you're that young, it was cool because it was <laughs> new and huge. Like even back then, to me, that because I had like uncles and aunts with like uh, stuff like that, and. <clears throat> To me, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's a huge TV. And then like me thinking back to it and I'm like, those are terrible TVs. Why did anybody buy them? We played a lot of Battle Arena 2 Shinden on this big shitty TV. Nowadays, it's like you, you we have these like 60, 70 inch TVs where if you're like nowadays would be the best time for split screen games. And yet we have <laughs> almost none of them like compared to like what we played split screen games on like 
where my what screen was microscopic. <laughs> Your screen is like looking at a Game Boy screen. Do, do you want to play split screen on a Switch and handheld? Oh god, I mean that's basically what it was like back then. Sometimes you can't see anything. It's now it's, it's impossible. like now it's like everybody has their own screen that was the size of a full TV of when we were kids. Yeah. Well, and, and also though on that. Um, I still really love split screen games, but I think the I always think back on Borderlands as being one of the last like split screen experiences I had with my friend. And he eventually like we, we played probably through the first dungeon. And then that day he went out and just bought his own copy and then brought his Xbox over and just like and just hook, we hooked it. up a separate screen and <laughs> yeah. his Xbox. Well, because he wanted his own achievements and everything, oh, which I okay. mean, it's fine. It's just like. It, that's also part of our age of like everybody wants to have their own individual stuff. That's true. It's very true. But I mean, even even to that point, like on Xbox and stuff, you can still sign in on other like. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as like, I don't know how difficult it is on the Xbox One since I haven't had to do that. But um, on the 360, I had my um, my actual profile was just was actually saved on the a memory card. And I would just take that with me to a friend's house and you plug that in. It's like, all right, there's my profile. I mean, all that stuff's actually easier today than it's ever been. Like yeah. logging into your own profile and earning your own achievements on a separate person's yeah. PlayStation or Xbox. And once again, in a split screen. But like, scenario. are you able to do it in a way where you don't have to like lots, you sign in with your password using their controller and stuff? <laughs> like, that's probably the most that because that to me, that's the. The probably the worst part is like having to type in a password on our console. Like the Xbox 360 was awesome because you just had your memory card in. Well, that also had yeah. a, a numpad on the controller, like that attachment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, for like. Yeah, but I mean, not even like it was nice that you could just put your profile in a memory yeah. card, just plug it into the, another Xbox, and be like, "This is a profile I'm using." And there was also problems there. with achievements back then. Yeah, I had yeah. some achievements wiped because of that. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. There wasn't as much good cloud tech. Yeah, because, I mean, it. if you weren't online, theoretically, on something you earned achievements on, it and wouldn't then count. You, yeah, yeah, you logged in at a different date, it would wipe whatever you did. Yeah, that's weird stuff. I And on that subject of, like, cloud tech, I just, it's funny hearing um, the other week when I was listening to Giant Bomb and they were talking about, um, like, cloud saves and stuff and they're like can we just like have a box that just check check mark a box that says make it work like it does on the xbox because that's what we want just make cloud saves work the way it does on the xbox well i mean as i mentioned on playstation side despite the fact that they just got that massive update to ps plus so they have uh 100 gigs of cloud storage but that kind of goes to waste for me because (laughs) i have to manually yeah Like I can, I can just check a box to be like upload everything, but because I'm sharing my account in such a way that it doesn't upload like the most recent, like it, why can't it just always just be like the most recent save? Yeah. I mean, and even the guys at giant bomb were saying that they still have the same issue just because of the way that they use the console is not a way a normal person uses a console because they have, if if you're sharing with somebody, it just screws you. And it's like, they have like their console. That's, they have a console in the office that they use, or then they have the, if they want to continue playing it at home, it's just, it's like a pain to go back and forth. I mean, essentially if your primary account is on any other console, that isn't your main PlayStation in some capacity, because 
hypothetically just how games work. Yeah. If, if, even if you had two PlayStations in your house. Yeah, then it's just awkward. Like one of them's <laughs> not going to be cloud saved. Yeah, it's just yeah. So like that's a, that's what they have to deal with playing games in their office in order to, to review games and then going home and wanting to play them again later. They just they have to remember to automatic or they have to remember to manually upload stuff in order to keep playing it. It's just an awkward thing, and apparently the Xbox just does it better, which is not something I have experience with because I haven't had to play two Xboxes in two different locations yet, so now I can't because I only have one. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't play a lot of Xbox, obviously, but I think they're doing a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But, uh, is there anything else you would like to add over there? I've been You're playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. <laughs> you already said that. Yeah, I was going to say that whole thing was just a complete side rail from Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> that's the power of Funky Kong, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's the power of Funky Kong for sure. Uh, it's a good thing that I actually didn't play any video games because that was a really long, well, this is the, long adventure. This is the funky mode of the podcast. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm so glad that you got to enjoy your ride. I, I, I didn't play any games. Um, I did read some interesting comics and finished up on a couple of things but i uh i didn't get to any games there's lots of it's lots of other stuff that any, needed my attention any tropical freeze questions no i i do not have any questions <laughs> any for questions you. about funky kong i do not have any more questions for you minecart levels do anything for you <laughs> no but you know, we can we can address all of these things you like later in a gg levels? episode <laughs> a lot. how about donkey kong does he do anything for you like sexually? How about Cranky Kong? Does he do anything for you? <laughs> Probably. Did I think you know he was Kong the original? Right did you know Cranky Kong was the original Donkey Kong? That sounds like a fan theory. No, that's facts. Really? That is fact. He's the old. He's the old Donkey Kong One throwing of, barrels at plumber yep. Jumpman. One hundred percent proven. Yay! <laughs> it was it was factual in in the original Donkey Kong Country. I actually think the newest iteration of Cranky Kong from Donkey Kong Country Returns is I think Cranky Kong from Donkey Kong Country Returns is the other Donkey Kong from the original Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> There's no evidence to back that up, but but it's just it's just the continuing lineage. Yeah, you become it's you a title. You become Cranky Kong. <laughs> it's a title you're given. <laughs> what about Diddy? The original Diddy died years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> He, he failed on his conquest is uh and is, didn't make it is, is diddy a clone then yes <laughs> he, he's actually a robot spy made by k rule i feel like there was a i, I could have sworn i've seen something where he actually actually was a robot am i right or wrong i don't know <laughs> I, I could have sworn I saw like a cover. His or face falls off. Maybe, but Terminator I stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just thinking of weird things. Who's your favorite Kong? <sighs> Donkey Kong. Really? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Justin? Who's your favorite Kong? Definitely. Uh, de I I definitely say Funky Kong. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Candy Kong. No, I'm all about <laughs> Funky huh. Kong. I was always more of a Swanky Kong guy myself. <laughs> There's so many Kongs. Swanky Kong was my boy. I wish he made a comeback. He was always gambling. He always played his dumb games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
right. Well, I'm I sure think... the furries out there really like not a Kong. While not a Kong, people like Calypso, <laughs> the gator, maybe the crocodile. Where mm. the crocodiles are gators. Mm, they're He's crocodiles. K rule. He's got to be a crocodile. K crocodiles. Rule. How do you spell K rule? Is it K R O O L or is it actually R O O L? Okay, that's what I thought. Here's the fun fact. So you'll always be able to tell whether or not it's a crocodile or an alligator. Alligators have round snouts and crocodiles have like the points and they have a more sharper uh, mouth. Well, sometimes they so got both. The angry looking. When when you think of a crocodile, you think of its its snout being angry looking. Yeah. Like where the nose sticks out. Yeah. yeah so an alligator just it's just round with some with some teeth. Okay, what about the ones that are in the lava that you step on that go out and throw you? <laughs> Those are crocodiles. Or are they alligators? No, they're crocodiles. They're then, funky gators. Okay, so those are crocodiles, and what's K rule? <laughs> Let me look up a picture now that I got myself involved in this stupid argument. Sorry, I moved away I, from the I mic. I feel the ones that go ramp are the other ones. <laughs> I Is think that they're, the sound effect they make? Yes. Ramp. <laughs> the, the, how do you yeah how do you spell her name it's it's k-r-o-o-l because yeah he uh th- those ones would they, they just were for tossing you they they weren't bad guys they just threw you i think those were the good guys they wouldn't eat you so the alligators must be good guys and the crocodiles must be bad guys there was oh. bad guys I uh, let me give me give me another second. Let me look at a different picture. Okay, yeah, I I I would say that K Rule is a crocodile because his snout it's fl- it's flat, but it's still um a little pointed at the end. So I would okay. I would say he's a crocodile. Okay, what about this one? Is that a crocodile or an alligator? That's a sex toy. No, that's a crocodile or an alligator. That's a that's a sex furry. No, uh, I would say that one's an alligator because its snout was round. That's what I would. That's what I would say. It's confusing. I told you, it's a confusing world. Well, like, cause, like, okay, then what are the ones that go round and throw? <laughs> How do you? It's Google like the difference. That? It's like it's like it's like. Explaining the difference between a crow and a raven, which is always my fun, which is always fun. <laughs> try try googling that. Uh, what what are the ones that make you that go rat and throw you? How do you say rat? How do you how do you, well? What's the, the level phonetic? they're in is called crocodile cauldron, so they're probably crocodiles. But what if they're rebel alligators? I, I think they're alligators. But don't quote me on that. I'm not a professional. Here, I found this is a perfect example between the two of them. The the top one is an alligator and the bottom one is a crocodile. So the meaner looking one is a crocodile. Okay, okay. Um so so that little guy right there, that's a crocodile cuz he's mean, but he goes rap yeah, there's that sound. <laughs> Play that on mic. Play that on mic so that we can. Yeah, I would say he's a, probably a crocodile. I think you have to hold your speaker up to the microphone, not your screen. <laughs> he's, well, I don't know where my speaker is. It's probably on the bottom of your phone. It's, I still can't hear it. 
If I go like this, like this, you're, you're holding it to the you're holding it to the side of the microphone that doesn't pick up. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> great, great podcast material. <laughs> I, I just, it's a weird sound. It um, is. I nominate that be our new sensor sound. <laughs> I don't know if I can legally do that though. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. These are things I think about. <laughs> the sounds. That game, Donkey Kong Country 2 had a lot of good sounds. Everything made funny sounds. I mean, yeah, I always like when, when you step on their heads and they make the <laughs> like. <laughs> they don't make those sounds like they used to. They sure don't. They sure don't. Everything, even Minecraft devolved, or or not. I I was not devolved, but like at first, everything was just when your character got hurt, it was just oh, oh, oh. But then, like eventually, they upgraded it to have. Like when you jump off a ledge, you hear bone crunching sounds. I'm like, I miss the uh. <laughs> I just want my character to go uh when he hurts himself, not this this weird like just bone snap. Like I just broke my fucking leg. <laughs> How am I still walking? And Donkey Kong Country Two more so than most games. I swear, when you bounced on the guys' heads and everything, it kind of was so rhythmic that it went with the music of the level, like the screams yeah. and everything. Would always be like it was like it was part of the music. <laughs> that sounds really macabre. So is when that you like, kind of take that out into context, like banjo, <laughs> banjo kazooie. It, it is macabre, but there's the uh, one of those levels where you're uh, you have to pick up these cannonballs and throw it at the sword guy, and the like panging sound it makes when you hit him, it it just goes with the music. Pang. Yeah, it, like it really just works its way into the music. All right, I think we should probably take a quick break now. <laughs> we went super long this first segment. Hello, wait, is this thing on? Oh, all right. Well, hello everybody. My name's Grog. I'm part of Sword Art Online. Ever a missing role player found? Grog. But it, yeah, it's nice. Now, how's it going? What are you doing? I'm doing the promotion. But I'm supposed to do the promotion. Well, I'm the master of toasts. Grog. Speaking no, no. of which, the toast's done. Grog, it's not literal toast. What do you mean? What is it then? Here, let me show you. Hi guys, Snow here with Missing Role Player Found. Check out our actual play podcast on your favorite listening app, such as iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And check us out on our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. Oh, so that's what it is. All right, I think I got it now. Look, let me do the next promotion then. All right, fine. Yeah. Oh, hi there, listeners. Didn't see you there. My name is Winstolf, and together with the gorgeous Edgerton boys, I host the lovely yet slightly disturbed Shard Select, the gaming podcast equivalent of standing on a rusty nail at a funfair. We have hot takes on many of the video game, the latest news, and even an interesting main feature per episode. You are clearly listeners of the best tastes. So why not hunt us down like dogs on iTunes, Spotify, or indeed any other podcast detecting service? We promise you'll laugh, cry, possibly beg for death, but only possibly. Want superior jokes and intellect? Look anywhere but Chad Select. 
Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Ham. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that me that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash c slash wafflecake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Alright, welcome back to the LGA podcast. I actually first here first we'll do future headlines. Uh, future headline. I don't have one this week, but I'll have one next week. <laughs> it's a really bad. Wow, headline. Bad that head- was. That's. <laughs> I see what you did there. Very so clever. The <laughs> future headline is that I will have a future headline next week. Pe- that's people's favorite part of the show is future headlines. But I, my brain can't think today. Do we really know that? Have we engaged with our audience? Get in your, I've, I've get been in told. your freaking time machine. I've, <laughs> okay, Marcus is forcing me into my time machine right now. I'll be right get back. In the- <laughs> you two talk for a second. I'll be right back. I miss Justin. Remember when he was here? He used to be the star of the show, and now without him, we need a... He, his time machine's roaring in the background. It's making sounds like... Sad, really. Oh, you just over there texting your friends. Stuff they're talking to your little friends. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, you can talk to me, Marcus, you think, you think if you your, want. You think your friends are cool? Huh? You think you think your friends are worth anything? I could crinkle them up and throw them away. <laughs> I could take all your friends and throw them in the garbage. Is that, what is that? It's that sound. Oh my god. Oh, God. All right, I'm back. Justin is back from that the future. My, that was my time machine. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I was, I You've just, never heard that before? I just thought you were being obnoxious. 
for the sake of being obnoxious. No, that was my time machine. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really look like a time machine. It looks like something for kids. <laughs> the more you look at it. <laughs> you, you would, I mean, it, that's the nature of the disguise. That's that's fucking funny. Like, you know, like Doctor Who, it's disguised as a police booth. This is it's like a child's toy. So it's got I, all I, its I got, knobs. It and doesn't things. You I don't fit in it very well. That's the problem. Uh, it's very uncomfortable, but it gets the job done. I like the like uh, the cow on it. <laughs> I really like that part. That's of what it. allows me to go uh, forward in time. <laughs> that's uh, you spin that around a couple times. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. You got it. That's how you dial in the date. I see. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's that's that would be the time <laughs> frost hates us uh i'm indifferent <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just i'm i'm i would say i'm here to keep you guys on track but clearly i'm not good at that job either so <laughs> how do you use the the barn there uh uh <laughs> Thing for. Are uh, we actually gonna have to take a picture of the time machine and post it to the article? What is the little clear thing with like marbles in it? Okay, those are chickens and those are chicken eggs. Oh, oh right, right. Right. that's what those are. It's a little hard to see from and where then I'm at. There's but. then there's the the cow with Well that's to dial in the date. I assume oh, the horse thing is, is to that's, that's the to goal. punch it. That's, that's the, yeah, you'd punch. That's the throttle. No, see, I thought that was the date, and then the cow was like the lever. No, the cow is like I twist those things around and choose a date. Because it's like the a bike horse walk? Is, okay. The horse is like when you go on a boat and you just pull the thing back and you just open up that throttle. So it's literally the steering wheel. And the egg. Thing no, it's not a steering wheel. The egg thing just it spins. The barn's a steering wheel. <laughs> It lets you know that you're going it backwards just, or forwards. Yeah, it just that's it what it does. Um, and, and then, then that little flippy, that little thing, flippy is thing is, 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 is no, it's not the calendar. It would be super helpful if it was like a little history thing. So like as you go forward and backwards, you could just refer to that and be like, okay, here's the major history things that happen. So you don't just like walk out of your time machine. It's a or, or or in this case, climb out of your time machine awkwardly and uh, go outside and be like, I don't, I don't even know who the president is. Why are we talking about this? Please move on with the news well, i would like to talk about the news or i'm gonna throw my mic at your face marcus is forcing me to do future headlines no the <laughs> so future that's headlines why, that's is why i went into the future it came back just now he came back with a headline can you just go beat up the little bouncy toy and then we call it good <laughs> what it's a bouncy toy. that's what i call it it's a bouncy toy just go beat it up <laughs> yeah, like go, go smack it around and then we'll be like justin went to the future I, well, that's, find I, out I, what he saw next week well then that implies that i never even came back no, yeah, just be like, just like <laughs> I'm. I'm the one that does the news. I'm okay. I'm going. I'm going into next week, you guys. So, yeah, he's just gonna, Justin's gonna. Justin's going to. <laughs> oh, some brilliant sound design. Okay, so now we'll find out next time what Justin has to say about future news. I'm. I'm gone. on to the. Real news. <laughs> I wanted a future headline. <laughs> <laughs> <I> want... 
<laughs> Frost hates us so much. Just <laughs> gotta quit the podcast. Some of our listeners only tune in for the future headlines. Uh, this week, uh, uh, future headlines. We lose all of our listeners because there is no future headlines. So, <laughs> God what, damn it! It's, God damn that's it! A bad future. That's a dark future headline. <laughs> to future headlines. <laughs> I got a future headline for you. You got a future headline. Let's hear it. Frost weeps on the floor. <laughs> well, that's happening right now. No, that's from the future. <laughs> <laughs> she hates this podcast. <laughs> she doesn't want to do it anymore. She thinks we're great. <laughs> Last week, she was telling me how much she thought our podcast was great. Only <laughs> because this is what I, she does to me. People only said nice things to me when I'm sad. <laughs> That's why I'm sad all the time. <laughs> yeah. The trick is always to be sad, so you always get nice things said to you. <laughs> You're just a sad boy. Fucking melodramatic piece of shit. <laughs> get on mic. <laughs> I am. I'm on. I'm, yeah, now you're on mic. Your mic that just keeps. Well, tell me drooping. about that. Their future headline. There was it good. Is <laughs> it good for you? Like it was good for me. All right. So uh, this future headline was pretty okay. Uh, basically, it was that EA decided to sell off the Command and Conquer license to someone else. Okay, on to the news. <laughs> She hates this part of the podcast. It's the best part of the podcast. I'm coming at you with a semi-future headline What's where that? Frost deletes the podcast <laughs> from reality. <laughs> She's going to go into the future and... and I, well, I guess you can't delete us from the future. I don't, She's going to go into the past and That's delete us. That's why it's a semi-future. <laughs> a semi-future. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I would like to see a world where Command & Conquer is no longer controlled by EA. I would like to see that. Well, you already saw it. You went to the... <laughs> it was, it, like I said, it was pretty okay. I mean, it wasn't spectacular because, I mean, they sold it to somebody that doesn't have money to make a game. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's mediocre. But still better than it is now because fucking EA is destroying it. All right. We will, we will be moving on. All right. Let's move on to the news. Oh, about that there refresh rate on the TVs. Pretty good. How you doing for us? <clears throat> Frost hates us. I'm glad you're here talking to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Plague Inc. You ever hear of it? Yeah, I have. So there was a petition to add anti-vaxxers into the game, and now they added anti-vaxxers into the game. Which is a pretty cool thing. That is actually pretty interesting. It changes the, the dynamic a bit, because now it's like, you just... <laughs> Kill those anti-vaxxers. It's like kind of a buff. That's it's a could use it as a learning experience, I'm sure. Um, but whatever. It's like a joke. I really Funny joke. Uh, <laughs> I'll move on to the next one. I have nothing nice to say about anti-vaxxers. <laughs> so that, I could get real political that real fast. A scourge let's not, of society. I, we're not a political podcast, so let's keep going. Hard stance. Anti-vaxxers are a scourge of the society. A hard stance. If you don't vaccinate your children, I don't want my fucking children to be around you. 
or your family. Or it's they me, might catch the anti-vax beard, scourge and, of the seven seas. I want to be clear on that. It's not because of the diseases. I don't want that. I don't want them to catch your dumb. Or it's me, anti-vax beard, here I, to give you my dumb. Keep hey, going. Keep going. Right. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey, remember Space Engineers? Remember that early access game that came out like six years ago? Aw, that game was so cute. Well, it's finally out of early access and <laughs> launches with a free weekend. Good job. Never it's heard of it. Fi- you never heard of Space Engineers? I don't think so. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool game. Sounds like Kerbal Space Program. Mm, but it was mm. before Kerbal Space Program. No, it was around the same time. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, I thought it came out like just before and then Space Kerbal. I mean, both these sound like they were in development forever. Yeah. Um, Is Kerbal Space Program even like an, an official game that's been released? I is. think it is, yeah, now. Mm. I think just last year. I think yeah. it became a real game. <laughs> wow, good for them. So this game, yeah, this game is like you already start in space and you're just building space stations and ships that you fly around and mine asteroids and shoot stuff with and it's pretty decent i mean you're like making like full size like battleship size ships or you can make fighters different different sizes they're all it's all like customizable configured see now i'm kind of surprised i haven't heard of this because it sounds pretty cool it is it is it's i i i've played it for a bit over the years here and there because i i got it and i enjoyed it it's a little bit of a steep learning curve if you want to actually learn how to do play the game how it's meant to be played and not just creative mode stuff. If I ever get out of my Nintendo bubble, I would know what else is out there. <laughs> it's, it's I don't think that's happen. ever going to happen. <laughs> uh, okay, we should probably talk about this one. How about that Pokemon Sword and, and Shield and, and Gun? Our... <laughs> Cutie pie little YouTube partner Lofty Small sure did make a cute little video about it that I would suggest you check out if you haven't checked out yet. Search him on our Discord or search him on YouTube, Lofty Small, and check out his Pokemon Sword and Shield little joke video. That's a that's a little advertisement from me to you. And and you got mad at me for plugging stuff. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but this looks really good it reminds me of the Kalos region a lot uh, which is X and Y if you didn't know yeah I didn't know because I didn't play X yeah, so I, I dropped off after gold basically yeah this reminds me more of that and which is good because I really like I loved X and Y more than I probably should have but I'm glad because after X and Y we had Auras which I don't particularly like that region and then following auras we had uh the sun and moon and i didn't like that i don't i didn't like really what they did with the that they got rid of gyms and all that and this yeah, looks kind of weird maybe a return to form with some of that because the first proper pokemon game in a while but now on a real console hopefully because I, I i hope there's gyms that's all because they they did show a big Pokemon Stadium type thing. It looked like like an arena. Oh, really? Yeah, they did at the end. But I don't know if that's indicative of gyms coming back or not. But Soccer. I, f- I feel the sales, which the sales of Sun and Moon like and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon seemed a little on the weaker side, which I think more so has to do with the dying of the 3DS. Like. It's, it's just it's not a hot property anymore. It's at the end of its life cycle after how long? like more than 10 years yeah it's crazy it it's just uh i and i feel most games aren't really selling on there because 
I'm finding a lot of like I wouldn't say newer games, obviously, but games that were released, obviously, at full price that I'm getting on clearance, like no problem because they're just yeah. not selling through their stock. Yeah. And I feel like a, I hear this from both sides where, where some people will say, well, the the Nintendo Switch is totally just cannibalizing the 3DS and where I hear that like their their 3DS is supposed to replace or that their the Switch is supposed to replace the 3DS and I I feel like I'm sort of in the camp where I think that the 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 Switch is supposed to merge the two the two, the two worlds player bit. I agree the, where it's supposed to be it's handheld and you can play it at home and that's like I would prefer that there would just be that where you can do both with one console. I, I also think Nintendo put themselves in a very, a place where they could pivot this either way. Cause it depends yeah. on what the people were playing. It is. Yeah. So and that's if, probably why the next switch coming out is a most, it's looking to be mostly a mobile thing where you can't detach I mean, the uh, joy cons. And most people are playing like myself. I'm playing yeah. mostly in handheld. Everything's a poop game. So <laughs> it, and it sounds like from most switch owners, I know they're mostly playing in handheld. Not to say a smaller switch would still be able to dock and probably still be able to cast to a TV. Yeah, you just I won't be yeah. able to separate the Joy Cons, but you could probably connect just that another to set a, of Joy Cons or something. Yeah, have a Pro controller that, like, this is when I play at home. Mm -hmm. So, it all just—I mean, none of that's a bad idea. I—I I know I suggest yeah. I suggested way way back that they were they should probably make a smaller one that's more portable yeah. before they before any of this hit. Yeah, that. They, that it's likely happening. Well, I mean, just like you should just become their profit. The, <laughs> the, the Nintendo profit. Yeah. Well, I just, I feel like the, um, the controllers just introduce a point of failure, like connecting and disconnecting them from the console. Like eventually that's going to just not work. You're going to break down. So I just, maybe it seems pretty solid, but who knows? Like all mechanical things eventually just fail. So <laughs> I'm really not disconnecting. Like, this might just be a me thing, but I'm not really disconnecting my Joy-Cons that often. Yeah. Can you, you can just have them just still sitting in the controller when you dock them, right? Yeah. You can just use a pro controller. Because I may use a pro controller or I have a separate set of Joy-Cons okay. that I might use. So Yeah. So, I mean, that would probably be the case here then, too, if we if we had one. It's just dock it in the dock with this the Joy-Cons on. I, I just don't like, like disconnecting and connecting them. I feel like we just wear them out over mm -hmm. time. But I, I always think back on the uh, DS. When they introduced the DS, they didn't introduce it as a Game Boy replacement. They said it was a third pillar. That, it's their yeah, specific words. It was like, oh, this is a third pillar. And but it was then like, it did just replace the Game Boy. Yeah, it was like... Because who's going to buy a Game Boy when you can buy one with two screens? It it just was... It's their, them playing it safe. And yeah. I feel that's kind of with the it Switch. It was more yeah. like, if the Switch doesn't take off, we can release a replacement for the 3ds and that will sell but i think now it's kind of they're pivoting the switch into a space where it is a little bit of both i think yeah. it's smart because they're they're towards the uh like in 2020 like down the road when the switch is no longer the new hotness um and you're competing in a space where there's going to be new consoles and yeah, it's at least unique enough it, it, it transitioning into a handheld and something that maybe does have lesser like visual and you're not going to it for visuals necessarily is acceptable yeah. where obviously people would want their home consoles to be powerful and deliver real big experiences. Yeah. And potentially with the Xbox Game Pass library. <laughs> 
Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. That would actually be that would be a weird but also really cool selling <laughs> uh, sales point where it'd be like, hey, uh, you can buy this, but you can also play your entire Xbox Game Pass library on the go. While you're pooping. While you're pooping. Turning everything yeah. into a pooping game. Yeah, essentially. Wow. In the future, everyone's really pooping. really reach all of the IBMS people out there. <laughs> I know. I... I because it just seems it's that a that's, click, I know. it's becoming more and more of a likely thing that Game Pass is coming to Switch in some form. And then like eventually the future will be streaming said games where the hardware isn't even local. Like you're not even rendering it locally. It's just going to be over the Internet. And so. they have to rebrand it into Poop Pass. <laughs> Poop Pass. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I like I like that future. I'm all for that. Well, that could be your future headline then. Mm, nope. Oh. Because that's going to actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so this was a funny article I saw. Anthem's worst boss is so bad, it's not even worth fighting. That's upsetting. And just... Uh, I feel like <coughs> things have been said about other bosses though in games like that doesn't seem like it's that hard hitting of a statement i mean it's similar was said about oryx and wasn't Destiny. it yeah that's exactly i was yeah that's exactly it like it was pretty sure it was the same thing happened in destiny where people were like don't even fucking bother like trying to complete the game just play the game which to me it seems like it's a strange thing where you don't play without a purpose but that's what people like I mean, just consistently, this seems to be an issue for loot shooters. And I mean, I guess I, I find it weird because we talked last week about how obviously the idea came from a shooter version of Diablo, but you would never hear somebody being like, don't kill Diablo. Like, <laughs> it's like killing Diablo is always cool. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems that this, what is this boss's name? It is a, an Ash Titan is apparently not worth fighting because it's just a terrible thing to fight and like terrible as in he's buggy or he's easy to be or not he's easy hard. just buggy um just and overly strong and then unsatisfying when you beat it that's how i felt about andromeda if i'm being fair i didn't even bother to beat the last bit of it so apparently bioware uh, the takeaway is that they just can't end games <laughs> The similar timeline. similar to the to the early 2000s and late 90s for anime where people c- couldn't just finish so, the, one didn't simply finish their anime they just kept going <laughs> so after er, this there's a quote about this on kotaku and um the the, the quote uh, let's see i have killed many ash titans at this point the game in one of its more pernicious quest lines often even requires you to spend a couple hours hunting through the world for them in order to collect a made-up material and apparently only drops from their bodies a task quest also happens to nicely pad out the latter half of the main campaign unfortunately when their bodies finally crumble like uh ash the rewards they leave behind are like the old neighbor down the street whose popcorn ball hits the bottom of your trick-or-treat bag with a cantankerous and underwhelming thud good for you (laughs) I like it when people try to come up with clever ways of describing things. (laughs) I don't know why that became a thing on the internet, but it's just, it it is like over, over analogy, over exaggerated analogies have just been 
they're 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 a real uh tasty treat when you do come across a good one but do please continue uh anyway that was it for the anthem on to the next <clears throat> news uh f- the first dead or alive six season pass cost 93 dollars it's a good thing i don't like video games <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think it's worth it uh probably not not for me because i don't play fighting games <laughs> Do you think it's worth it, Frost? Do you think it's worth it, Marcus? <laughs> yeah. No. Like I, for a $60 game to pay another $93 for two new characters and 62 costumes? That's a lot of costumes. That's a lot of costumes. That is a lot of costumes. I mean, that's a good cost per square inch of costumes, but that's also how much I don't care about fighting games. I mean, I don't like Dead or Alive. Uh, yeah, I... I, I, I wouldn't play any more than 50 or $60 for a video game. And in order for me to drop that kind of money, it has to, first and foremost, look remotely like a game I would like to play, which yeah. I'm very picky about. So any kind of $100 game, even if it was something uh, that I really, really liked, I probably wouldn't pay the money for it. Yeah. The only time I would pay $100 for a video game is for a, a good Mass Effect game. No. <laughs> Because that well, what would, if it was that really would be good? Put, that would be me putting too much faith in a company that has fucking let me down too many no, times. No, I mean, what if it? What if you knew it was good? No, how would I know if it was good? Like everybody told you it was good. Like all the reviews were like ten out of ten. But I had to pay a okay, hundred dollars okay. for it. No, yeah. you, the uh, you from the future comes back yeah, to the past and to tells tell you, you how good the game is and to spend the hundred dollars. Would you spend? I guess at that point I would feel like I had no choice, but I'm pretty sure your future headlines was saying that Bioware was going to die. So yeah, they're going to become uh, respawn. Yeah. The only time I would for real, for real, <laughs> it's not even for real, for real, but the only time I would pay more than $60 for a video game, if it came with something tangible, like a, a an award or a treat or something cool, like like the dragon I got with it, Skyrim. It does give you no, something tangible. An empty wallet. <laughs> <laughs> An empty wallet. Oh. <laughs> wallet can't be empty if it's already empty. <laughs> like that 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 scorpion mask for Mortal Kombat. So cool it looked cool. That would be something I would spend the extra money on, but I don't like Mortal Kombat that much. So I guess it would have to be like a game that I really like. Basically like uh, the next Zelda game, I would pay hundred dollars. If it if, came with the Master Sword, if, no. A if it real Master. If, if it came with like a sex doll in the shape of Link. Okay, that's well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what if it can shoot beams out of that Master Sword? <laughs> what if it could follow or, you? Okay, that's when you find let, out you don't have full heart. I'll be so. less creepy and I'll say if it came with a nice figure of Link. Though I would, I would pay. I would probably drop a hundred dollars if they did that. But that's only because it I really would, like yeah. Legend. Z- but it would just Zelda. end up being like a low quality resin thing. It gives you, a, it gives you a one year pass to Nintendo Online, so you can play Tetris Night. <laughs> okay, that's enough on that topic. What's the next news? Well, segment? so like th- it's funny. Their quote here too is considering downloadable content cost for the previous game that could be a bargain. It's not because part of the fun thing well, about they're, they're costume. Saying, down- no, no, part of the fun thing on costume downloads is that you have to wait and you have to speculate and when you get the release you have something to talk about and it becomes a silly stupid thing that you get to enjoy every couple of months and it keeps the game going and it keeps the game interesting that's the pro that's the promise of costumes so what does that have to do with anything what i was just saying weren't you talking about costumes 
Yeah, they have that, costumes. It being, it being a bargain price because of the costumes. No, it's a bargain because of the cost. <laughs> the cost of the previous <laughs> game's downloadable content. <laughs> I thought you said costumes. I mean, they're all costumes. That's what the whole, that's, that's all the downloadable content. That's it's so, just costumes. And I'm just over here like, look at Tekken. <laughs> it lets you just make your characters. You can customize yeah. them to wear whatever they or want. Or like most fighting games these days. <laughs> Unless you're Street Fighter. <laughs> um, Why don't you just delete me out of the podcast? Just delete everything. <laughs> just, just do it. Delete you from existence. Please. Here's the note and here's the gun. Okay. <laughs> this is my permission to you. I'm ready for my close-up. Your Joy-Cons are holding you back. Get a better controller. <laughs> what do you say about that, Marcus? What? That my jo- what? Your Joy-Cons are holding you back. Get a better controller. Joy-Cons are not holding me back. I hate the Joy-Cons so much. They're so bad. They're bad controllers. I only f- I only feel joy when I use them. Well, that passes the Marie Kondo. The Marie Kondo. Is it Marie or Mary? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. That passes her Me- test. Is it? It's Miri. Yiri? Miri. Murray. 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 Murray Kondo. I like that Murray Kondo. Murray Kondo. Passes Murray Kondo test. Is she called Murray Kondo because she lives in one? Is that how it works? You can buy a Power A GameCube controller for $42. You are saying her name wrong anyway. It's Kondon. What? There's an N at the end? Yeah. She lives in a condo. It's Kondon. Does she live in a condo? Pretty sure. Let me. I'm sorry. I gotta hold. <coughs> gotta hold my phone up to the mic like an old lady. She showed me how to fold my clothes. Oh, it is con do, con do, Maricondo. Marie con do, Maricondo. So I guess you can say Maricondo. Maricondo. So you can say like what? Maricondo. Next news. I want candy. <laughs> okay, that I just wanted to clear that like, up. I'm talking here, and then like you stop talking, well, and then he you. Was saying it. I don't, I don't, I, he said it was condo, and I I thought it was I. He was saying condo, and I thought it wasn't condo, but it is condo. So Marie Condo. Here we go. Americondo. Americondo. Ha ha! You guys. Americondo. <laughs> so funny you guys are so funny <laughs> you hate us so much <laughs> fan finds evidence that respawning might be coming to fortnite which we already talked about that they were already saying that yeah we're considering adding respawning to the game and now they're like putting like easter eggs into the game that indicate they're that, feeling the burn yep <laughs> they're feeling the apex burn that's how i know what candidate they're voting for thq Delivered a masterclass in blowing up your brand because they did a AMA on 8chan and everybody just exploded at them. It's a weird times. I really like them, though, as a company. Yeah, I hope this doesn't. I hope this is more like a learning experience for them to maybe check what's going on. Like before we just go ahead and do this. Uh, Am I? Am I? From what I've noticed, it's they're gonna have to make that same mistake a couple of times. 
works and then they'll get it so Maybe, I, I guess i guess it's what this but would be that, strike one we well, probably got like two three more strikes yeah and then, if, if, and then if they don't go belly up they'll apparently like there's two companies involved with thq nordic and one of them is like thq nordic and then one of them is like their publishing branch and it was like they're two separate companies that still operate together and the publishing branch i guess was the one that did this i think but i think like now it's coming out that the parent company is going to be changing their name to distance themselves from this blunder wow (laughs) it's rough yeah um yeah it's kind of (laughs) shitty thoughts and prayers i mean it's kind of i know it's maybe do a little more vetting when you get someone reaches out to you to do an ama on this some random website that just so happens that to be hosted in a place where they can just have child porn on the website and and yeah that's not good stuff something literally known as the asshole of the internet yeah something that spawned (laughs) something that spawned because 4chan wasn't light enough or wasn't dark enough (laughs) yeah it's not good because like 4chan started cracking down on the gamergate stuff and they're like well we'll start a new place that's like even shittier (laughs) good for them Good for them. It's only a matter of time before they're 16, Chan. <laughs> this is just going to go up like for then, then eventually we're going to have we're going to have 16 terabyte Chan. Can't this, wait this for look, 64, Chan. We're totally getting off topic and we're getting into a topic that I could probably jump down the rabbit hole with you guys. But I'm going to I'm going to put us back on the train tracks. Just next, you know, I finish your statement or next. But THQ Nordic is like they got a lot going on and especially in this year and in the coming years like they keep buying up companies and properties so they got quite a few big games releasing yeah they they have been buying a lot of companies i mean though darksiders 3 seemed like a blunder but yeah they still have like a lot of really hype games like bio mutant coming out yeah there's a they have a lot of stuff in the future hopefully this doesn't stop them from continuing on that work and hopefully they just be more mindful of social media We're, presence yeah. <laughs> pr yeah definitely pr have you heard of the wonder swan yeah apparently today is its 20th anniversary have you not heard of the water swan no i actually haven't yeah i would i would you know understand that from non-nintendo fans you pretendos pretendos yeah i, I would i would get well that this would have been I would have been nine when this came out. Yeah, and it didn't come out in the U.S., so I understand. Oh that well, then yeah, of course you're I not. A, you're just a pretendo. I'm a pretendo. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> I stopped paying attention to, to Nintendo stuff after the Nintendo 64, and I got after a, the Wonder Swan. <laughs> I got it. I got an Xbox. And I never looked back. It, it it was really because you couldn't get a Wonder Swan, so you broke up <laughs> your relations. <laughs> Hey, did you see that Johnny Cage is coming back for Mortal Kombat 11? I know. I can't wait to see how that makes any sense, but okay. Because <laughs> he's supposed to be dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. B, in this game, they find out that they're all dead. He's a uh, robot. They're coming, always all dead. He's coming back as a they, robot. The, the end of every Mortal Kombat is they all get murdered. <laughs> it's like always been that. I don't know why. So, okay. Here's here's the next my next favorite segment this week in lawsuits uh epic is being sued over the fortnite running man emote yeah 
Yep, I noticed that. It's just just, more in this. They're just going to have to keep going until, I, I don't know, how many times do you think that they need to be told no before who they understand it? Like, nobody. Yeah, nobody nobody know, own, knows who owns that one. So how are you? The Running Man yeah. is owned by the '90s. It's being it's being like sued by two basketball players or something. Okay, I guess they think they own it. I don't, I don't like know. the it was already declared no for the Carlton, right? They told him to fuck well, off. The the lawsuit's still ongoing because like they haven't settled it yet. But um, the, the act the actor f- that did the Carlton thing. He applied for a copyright of that dance, and the copyright office rejected him <laughs> and told him to fuck off, basically. Well, you can't copyright movement. Yeah, and they basically said, if anybody were to own that dance, it would be um, the, the whoever the, owns the, the show. The, the TV show, which yeah. Which I think is Sony? No, no. It's epic. <laughs> epic. No, no. Uh, future headlines epic buys fresh prince of bell <laughs> so, oh my god that would so be so own. funny that, that would, would be hilarious that would be they a, have enough money to do it too that would be a move that like um a really petty person would do no that would be a move that cards against humanity would do yes yeah like they would same do thing petty people yeah, they would do something like that it's like, well, you're going to sue us for this thing that you own. Guess what? We bought your company. So now we own it. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. Kingdom Hearts 3 director confirms DLC is in the works. Just as soon as people stop talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, right? You're going to play it? How are you gonna, what, do they, what do they do for DLC for a game like this? A photo mode. <laughs> <laughs> they add more uh, lucky emblems to find. This, this. A whole new world. <laughs> it's Agrabah. One such free update. Uh, one such free update may include a critical mode difficulty level. You mean hard mode classic? <laughs> oh my god! This is. I I I hate I I hate Square Enix so much. Paid DLC would likely expand the story, potentially filling in details on characters that perhaps weren't fully explored in the main game. Explore them in the game. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> We're going to expand this convoluted as fuck storyline and make you pay for it, you fucking <laughs> this sleeves. Isn't, this I, isn't a Square Enix problem. I, I, I feel like they probably would. Um, not having heard that information. Then I feel like I'll this is you. egregious, though. Oh, it is. But I'll never. You never played. You ain't never played Azura's Wrath. You never played Azura's Wrath, where the real ending of the game was DLC. That is. Well, what if they do this for Kingdom Hearts too? They might, ending. but that that Azura's Wrath was Capcom, <laughs> the king of shitty DLC deals. Yeah. R- remember, remember Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Where there was twelve characters that were on disc DLC, that, that you couldn't pay, you can just play. You had to buy them. Yep, they Gosh, were just yeah. on the disc, straight up. Now, what were you saying, Frost? I think back there because I f- almost fucking forgot. Having heard you say that, I am I'm pretty confident I know what the DLC would be, and it would most likely be an explanation of Axel and Kyrie's involvement in being Keyblade Masters and turning to become Keyblade Masters. So it would probably explain Axel's character, 
how he died, what happened when he came back. And then it would also explain a little bit of Syx, I believe, because towards the end of the game, Syx does that little flip where he's like, oh, I love you, Axel. Let me see. Wasn't some here's, of that explained in 2.8? Here's some. Yeah. Okay. But was it explained as to why, like what, what do we know what transcribed between Kyrie and Axel in that game? No, we don't. Do we know all of the background story between Axel and Syx? No. There's some stuff I'm sure that they'll flesh out in there. I, I but, mean, in but, my but, opinion, I'm just I'm just ready for more disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> you just I mean, you just geared up for that to be dis- I, disappointed. I mean, I'm ready for you to me, build me up with good ideas <laughs> to only be let down because they won't fulfill any of that. Because hey, yeah, square. like that whole the world ends with you thing. Oh boy, that, there's gonna be nothing. Yeah, man, a whole lot of disappointment. It's it's gummy ship missions. Oh my god! Hey, your favorite part of the game? More gummy ship. And lucky emblems, gummy and gummy ships. That's all it's going to be. You know, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't mind another menu section. Just going to put that out there. I like finding ingredients. I more puddings. That's it. I'll, I'll just <laughs> I'll put it out there and say that the the best the best mode in that or the best part of that game is the bubble breaker mini games. Well, good for you. The DLC includes two new bubble breakers. Two new bubble that breakers. That would be great. Which I don't spend hours in Blue Bears. Is that is that the name of the original game, Bubble Breaker? That probably where the, you're just bra- you're just matching up all these the the the, the vegetables or I'm flowers pretty sure or whatever. It was bubble Breaker. Like I enjoyed that mini mode, and that's about the only part of that game I liked. Because <laughs> I was good at it. <laughs> but why did I have to go to Pooh's Planet? <laughs> Because he forgot your name and you felt upset about it. You had to derail the whole fucking story. How selfish of me that I was sad that I wasn't on the cover of the book. The cover of the book that I wasn't in in the first place. (laughs) I want to be on. I inserted myself into that game in a pre or in. I inserted myself into that story myself in a previous game. And they changed it back, and I was upset about it. <laughs> so I had to go change it. I had to go back there and make it right. Those fucking assholes. So, so Sora's a Gary Stew? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would agree with that. No, I don't think so. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think Sora is he, a Gary Stew. He Why? is in the Pooh universe. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he not? Why is he not a Gary Stew? Because he's not portrayed to be perfect. He's often made fun of. He failed his Keyblade Mastery test and people make fun of him for it. He didn't uh, grow as go tall. spoilers on here. Uh, <laughs> that, that was in the fucking Dream Drop distance. If you haven't played that game, it's not my fault. It's not in, it's not in three. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to go into three spoiler territory. It's not three spoiler territory. He gets, he gets, he gets... He gets made fun of because he couldn't complete his Keyblade mastery test. He's short. He he stayed stunted, so everybody makes fun of him. So Donald and Goofy are constant. Like, well, mostly it's Donald. Like Donald's 
actually almost abusive to Sora because so, he's like, "You're so fucking dumb, Sora." And Sora's like, "Ho ho ho! That's not a Gary Stu. That, that's that's he's like a he's like a poor scapegoat. Like he's a poor stupid simpleton that just like he has a mission and that's all he understands, and so he just goes. You they in, in literature they call something like that the holy fool. So that's what he essentially is. He's the holy fool. So so he's a Gary Stu for incels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she hates me so much. I uh, know. I just, I legitimately, I legit. Let me put, let me put my face in the mic. I legitimately don't think it's funny, and I don't think you're funny. <laughs> Why? I don't know. That just that doesn't seem funny to me. Like it got funnier and funnier the more you talked it up. <laughs> well, I was okay, just waiting the, to say it in the poo verse. He's a Gary Stu. <laughs> oh, the poovers. He he can do everything that they can't. <laughs> They're just impressed that he can jump. <laughs> yeah, look at Poo. He's too fat. He can't jump. Got no hops. And Rabbit secretly loves Poo. Oh, did you see that Anthem's PS4 price dropped on Amazon like five days after it released? Only by like 10 bucks, right? Yeah, I think so. That is still just a sign. Uh, of game <laughs> will quickly be $20 and or free. Game of the Year Edition. 20 bucks. Uh, Funcom came out and said that there will be Dune video games coming alongside the movie in 2020. What? Yeah, there will be... What movie? Dune. Oh. Yeah, Dune. Do you think I said Doom or something? No, I didn't. Um, and there, what company is making that? It's some big company is making the Dune game. Funcom? No. Well, what's Funcom? Because that's what it says. It's who said it. Multiple titles are in the works, too. The Wait, okay. The makers of Conan Exiles and The Edge of Conan. Yeah. Uh, where Who makes them? It doesn't say. I, I want to say it's just Funcom because that's who says it said the quote. It might be Funcom. I don't know. Yeah, it's Funcom. All right. So you can look forward to that. that I don't know, right? A lot of hype behind that Dune movie. Hopefully the games will do it justice too. Oh, uh, speaking of Respawn, that we've we've kind of brought this up before, that we didn't know what their other title was they were working on, and then we realized that, oh, they're working on a Star Wars title. Well, now they have basically, they, they've announced that um, they will reveal Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in April. So it is Star Wars. Yeah. So they are. We will get that. That's when we will see the first. The first look at that game that hopefully won't be canceled by you. I'm living so far in the future. I don't need your time. machine. <laughs> You've already been there. You're from the future. <laughs> High res and Emory University team up to launch academic study of esports. So you can get a degree in esports now. Esportsology. <laughs> I'm an esportsologist. I, I gotta, I gotta wonder: is it, um, is it like running an esports team, or is it 
like managing esports in general? Is it playing esports? I, I gotta wonder. Like, I have what, no idea. I gotta wonder, like, what the actual, like, what are they doing? You're for an real? esports historian. Yes, <laughs> history with a focus on esports. I didn't say it was a good degree. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a degree. It's not a good one. You can't get a job anywhere. Uh, let's see. Next news. Activision and EA CEOs appear on list of most overpaid in the U.S., which comes to, to the, the surprise of nobody. Their pay is more than 300 times than that of an average employee, making all that money on them loot boxes. I make loot box money. What do you make loot boxes of? Um, just my leftover, like, candy wrappers, <laughs> you know. You sell those at a premium? Yeah, I mean, they're just loot boxes. Nobody knows what they're getting. <laughs> do you got, like, different levels of loot boxes? Ones that guarantee a certain a certain percentage of candy drops? You might get a rare one. <laughs> you might get a rare. What's a, what's a rare can, candy wrapper drop? Like an O. Henry or something. <laughs> What's the rarity of a Three Musketeers? That's a common. That's a common. What about a king size Reese's? That's also a common. That's a common. But if it's like the Reese's with the uh, PCs inside the Reese's, that that's an uncommon, not a rare, not a rare, but an uncommon. What if it's a holiday edition of a Reese's? If it's those ultra big cups that are like a pound. <laughs> That's a rare. That's a rare. What's a legendary? Oh god. <laughs> legendary candy. Um It's rock. like a Werther's cuz no one eats those anymore. It's a rock candy wrapper. <laughs> a rock candy wrapper. What about a Sixlet? Sixlet those are common strangely. Common? Did, even the even the ones the tall ones? Those are uncommon. <laughs> I don't know what other, <laughs> I don't know what other candies I can come up with. What you're gonna want is the O'Henrys and the Charleston Chews. The Charleston. Ch- what about Toblerone? Those are rares. Those are rares. No one has those. Those might be bordering on legendary. <laughs> a little, it's close. Okay. Did you see that um, Microsoft signed a like giant military deal for Hololens? Yeah. And now like their employees are like protesting like, hey, we didn't sign up to make weapons, you guys. What the fuck? <laughs> and then the, the current CEO would like defend defends his principal decision to sell HoloLens to the military. So that's uh yeah, it's just they're out Microsoft out there whether they like it or not, they're they're making war more efficient with computers. Hey, don't they uh, control certain submarines with the Xbox 360 controllers? I think I've seen stuff like that where they the, even not just that, but like the drones too are like Xbox controllers. Is that why you like Xbox? Because I, I just w- want to murder everybody it with just, an Xbox. Nothing makes you feel like killing like an Xbox. I mean, that would like almost make sense in a way where like just. That's the tools that people grow up T- learning. Tools of war. They they grew up learning to use video games, so why not just make the real things use the same controller? I learned how to kill with an Xbox controller, so I like my killing done with an Xbox controller. Could you imagine that? Like, like 
Okay, you are now a certified drone pilot. Now choose your controller, and it's a DualShock Four or an Xbox One controller. <laughs> <laughs> What's I one prefer the, uh, the the Nintendo Pro controller. Yeah, I need a Nintendo <laughs> Pro controller. What oh, the we fuck we, is we don't have that. Uh, it's like, well, you're gonna get a whole. You're gonna get some false positives then on those <laughs> drone strikes. That's gonna be uh, pretty bad casualties there. Oh God. Uh, I only use the Wii motes. Oh God! I gotta point at the screen. You need the Wii mote nunchuck controls. Double Wii mote. I'm trying to bull a strike here. Uh, I use two N64 controllers in tandem. N- impossible. <laughs> Absolutely impossible. Um, pod racer style. Absolutely impossible. <laughs> what other ridiculous controllers are there? I play a lot of fighting games, so I use a fight stick. <laughs> yeah, I, I only I grew up playing arcade games, so I'm gonna need a fight stick to control that drone. I'll do a lot of quarter circles. <laughs> I need in order to perform actions, I need to have combos. <laughs> that drum strike is gonna be like a three part combo. I'm sorry. That's it's just... gonna be amazing though. Those people are gonna be so good. Those are the ones you want. <laughs> the the dexterity in their hands unbeatable <laughs> that would be that's terrible uh i grew up playing top golf so i need the rolling ball <laughs> drones everywhere <laughs> just just controlling a plane with that fight someone should do that now try to like control like a the like a uh quadrocopter or something with one of those oh man it's instantly just crash into the ground i don't know what kind of weird things you'd have to do to get that to work that would be weird and then you get the weirdos like uh i'm a pc gamer i need my keyboard and mouse that's the most normal yeah i know (laughs) and it has to be a mechanical keyboard with cherry reds okay that's the only one it has to have multicolor I LEDs. Want cherry browns. All right. Uh, also, so since we already talked about Hololens, uh, reportedly the Hololens two will cost thirty five hundred dollars. So not for consumers. So it's for the military. <laughs> that they just unveiled that pretty recently. And it also will support Unreal Engine 4. So get that get that $3,500 HoloLens. And you can pop it on and hop right into uh, Fortnite. And it's going to support Unreal Engine 5. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have, un- we have layoff news. Uh, GOG lays off about a dozen employees. And ArenaNet lays off a number of employees. <laughs> Just everybody left and right. Just did. what number? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the number, number was. They're just left and right. Just, just the whole gaming industry is just shedding people right now. They think if they're ambiguous about the number, then the people they could get away from people being angry about it. Like as angry as as television with their eight hundred people they laid off the other week. <laughs> oh, fun times. I mean, we're just it's uh, maybe they're gearing up for the. Uh, I mean, the potential of a recession in 2020. Yeah, that's yeah. Since that seems to be what everybody's everyone's talking about. 
Did you see that there's a Kingdom Hearts board game coming in 2019? No, I didn't. You're going to back that on Kickstarter? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't think I'd it's have a Kickstarter. to see whatever it looks like. I don't think it's a Kickstarter, but currently I'm looking forward to the Bloodborne board game that's going to be a Kickstarter. Apparently it's based on Talisman. Tells me nothing. You ever played Talisman then? No. I I don't know what it is. So it's based on... Oh, it's... It's based on Games Workshop's Talisman, the magical quest game, tabletop game that was first published more than 35 years ago. Um, So it's going to be a Kingdom Hearts version of that uh, with playable for two to six players. Sora, Kairi, Riku, King Mickey, and Goofy. <laughs> so, where's where where's Donald Duck? He wasn't cool. I didn't enough. even realize you didn't say his name. I just I hear Goofy and assume Donald's with him. Yeah, you just got. <laughs> well, okay, what this? Okay, wait, wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five. They they listed five players. It says you can play two to six players, but they only listed five characters. So so probably they just forgot to add Donald. I hope that would be kind of shitty if they was <laughs> like, fuck that you, be, Donald Duck or not. No, it's that would be like a that would be a really badass inside joke because everybody hates Donald Duck. Why? Playing with him. I oh, mean, okay. you can like you can like him however you want outside of Kingdom Hearts, but playing with him traditionally in the first and second game is just that. He was really stingy with his potions and he would never fucking heal you. And you were always in a constant like shit show with him trying to fucking <laughs> and he would just he would also die. Like so whenever you needed him, the the the, the essential point is that whenever you needed Donald, Donald wasn't there for you. He was definitely a lot better in this game though, but we're not talking about that. I but, feel yeah. he's a scapegoat. <laughs> it's a scapegoat. I feel like he's just become a joke. So maybe they did that on purpose. I feel y'all just blaming him for your shortcomings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I blame Donald for not being good at Kingdom Hearts. That's what it. That's what it was from that's like the perspective the, uh, of a that's, child. That's like the uh, episode of Metalocalypse <laughs> where like uh, 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 Toki, what's his name, Toki, or like nobody cares. They're mate. They're like nobody cares about him so then they just like write him out of the intro and he's like I'm a guitarist too Squizgars I'm the guitarist too I think that was the one they, they just took out of the intro I can't remember for sure now I'm pretty sure it was Toki he was kind of the <laughs> butt of every joke yeah they just didn't include him that was pretty good but uh in, in Final Fantasy 12 like Pinello was my scapegoat cause she was last in the rotation so Anytime all my people were dying and she was like under leveled, I would like swap her in and she was supposed to be like my last, my fa- my fail safe, but she would die. And then I'd be like, God damn it, Penelope. Well, you didn't level her enough. <laughs> it's her fault. <laughs> she should have leveled more. My my scapegoat is uh, the fact that Pathfinder doesn't have a good ult in Apex. <laughs> that 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 ult is not good in any combat situation <laughs> doesn't need to be uh so there is an esports and competitive esports scene for Stardew Valley now did you see did you hear about that one no what, what how exactly does this work 
Okay. So it's a thing that they were hosting on Twitch. Uh, players are competing in Stardew Valley. The, co- the goal is to collect the most gold or bundles before the end of the game. Accomplishing that requires the typical Stardew Valley gameplay we all know and love. There's also commentators who hype up the action as it unfolds. Um, this sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was so they did this as an event to celebrate the third anniversary of Stardew Valley, which was yeah, I guess that's okay. Four days ago today, still upsetting. <laughs> it's upset. Why is it upsetting? Just it's upsetting. This is upsetting. I mean, if there's an esports scene for farming simulator, then why not Stardew Valley? Because it's weird. <laughs> Everything is going to be esports in the future doesn't mean everything needs to be esports in the future you you should use that you should use that cliche jurassic park quote that everybody uses life uh finds Finds a way way. no not that uh, one finds a way that one that or or you're preoccupied with with whether you could that you didn't stop to think that you should oh yeah yeah that oh you mean like the old like the new stupid quote okay the new stupid quote Oh, that is from the old game. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I heard I heard you say it, and I visualized Chris Pratt saying it in my head. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. No, that's this. That's the Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Quote. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff Goldblum. I really did you dirty on that. <laughs> you did him. You did him dirty. <laughs> how my how dare I? Jeff Goldblum. What a what a ripe ripe man. <laughs> I really got to say his 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 role in. And Thor was just top notch. It's my favorite role. <laughs> Chris Pratt? No, no Jeff Goldblum. Chris Pratt? <laughs> he wasn't in that one. He's in everything. He's in everything. I like how they had to confirm that he's alive and he's very upset that his uh, brother's dead. <laughs> and I was like, good. <laughs> I hope he comes. I hope he shows up at some point with his melt stick. <laughs> Does he melt Thanos? <laughs> With this melt stick, that would be the best. He's got, he's got to, he's got to avenge his twink princess Loki. I like, I like the future where he melts Thanos. Uh, I like the future where he fucks it up and he tries to melt Thor because he thinks it's Thor's fault. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Uh, did you see that the Walking Dead game that overkills Overkill the Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. they they just boom just canceled because. The, it's not up to quality. Yeah, it was not up to snuff. They just pulled the plug and said, you guys are making a shitty-ass game, so we're pulling the plug on you guys. You Which no longer good. have that the license. game didn't look good ever. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Uh, you won't be receiving the full package when the Saints Row the Third uh, arrives on Switch. What, uh, what will I be getting? Looks like it's uh, just a... Uh, so the full package is like all the DLC that came out. So it looks like it just won't have all of that. It'll just be like the irregular. It'll be just the regular base game. That's okay. That's a good game. Yeah. I think it's selling at 30 bucks on Switch. Considering how old it is. I mean, did you see that stuff about the hitboxes on... 
uh, Apex. Apex. Yeah, they're looking into it. Yeah, there's um, like apparently um, Pathfinder has like an abnormally large hitbox for how big he is. So it's like he's like the easiest character to like kill for some reason. So you're using that as your scapegoat. Yeah, that's my scapegoat. <laughs> my hitbox is too big. I thought you already had a scapegoat. Why are you picking a different I one? I have another one. This my hitbox. You box only is can have one. I have scapegoats. Always good to have more than one. <laughs> I mean, I obviously Gibraltar has like the biggest Your CRT TVs. <laughs> like so my whole thing is like people are like upset that they have like different sizes, which I mean the I don't know. Like you can't just like you can't say, well, we gotta have the hitbox all be the same size because the characters aren't all the same size. So how like how do you balance that then? Where you give them more health, you I don't know. By looking into it. <laughs> By looking into it. They just they just we're gonna look into it and not actually do anything. I mean, we gotta really see if it's actually doing anything. I mean, people are like I, I mean, yeah. as it's a joke that it's a scapegoat, but it like that can be for real too. People, yeah. people will just find yeah, like like anything that's different and point to what's different and say that that's the problem. Yeah, I did see that. There, apparently, like there were people doing some tests where like you can shoot between the legs of one character in like the open space with like the sniper, and it would go through. But then with another character, it would, uh, it would register as a hit. Seeing stuff like that does need to get fixed. Yeah. But yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll see what comes of that. I don't I mean, I haven't really noticed any of that, but that's just that's just how the game is. There's just different size of characters, so you can't just make them all have the same hitbox size because it's just then you'd be like, well, it looks like I'm hitting Gibraltar, but I'm not. What the heck is going on here? You're not hitting in his hitbox. Yeah, you have to hit his hitbox. Not just not everything else is just a graze. <laughs> Did you see that Smash Brothers Ultimate and Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party, were nominated for Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Awards? I did not, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> well, they were chose by the kids, so the kids like them, and the kids run the world. With their Instagrams and Snapchats and TikTok. Instagram chats. Tickgram chats. A lot of old people are on TikTok. Yeah, that's. It's I'm a lot of that. old people and a lot of young people. It's the, none of the in between. I've seen some weird ass old people on TikTok. It's a weird place. It's a scary place. I don't recommend going there. For children. For everybody. <laughs> for millennials. Oh, I think you might like this one. So, what do you think of when you think of the brand Energizer? Really big phones. God damn it, Marcus. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say, just say batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really big. That's the new mark. That's the new thing they're going to be known for. Really big phones. It has the longest battery life ever, though. <laughs> 18,000 milliamp hour battery. It's fucking ridiculous. But I mean, it's like three phones taped together. It's like, like more than that. It's huge. It's fucking huge. I, I can't imagine how much... Th- you could probably kill somebody with that thing. It looks awesome. 
I mean, I've always been the person that would say like we should like just make phones a little bit thicker so that we can have bigger batteries in them. Like, what's the big deal with that? Like, why does every phone need to be thinner than the last one? And they come out with this thing and they just like they took it and they just ran the Mars. It it, it said you could watch videos on it for two days straight. <laughs> I just I I like that idea a lot, but I have to question how well Energizer can make an actual phone part of the phone. Look, when you're watching videos on your phone for two days straight, you're not going to be asking these questions. I mean, does it, what's the size of the screen? Like how, how, what's the pixel density? Is it like a Look, 4K screen? When you're watching videos for two days straight. But if it's on a 480. You're not sleeping. You're just watching videos for two days. If, if, if my, if my note only had like a 480 by 320 pixel screen, I could probably watch videos on it for two days. <laughs> And on that phone, you could probably watch it for two years. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. God, I I want to see that thing in person. I want to see someone like someone I work with just pull out that phone and I'll be like, what the f you bought that thing? It, it is like if this feels like a big joke. I feel like it like is, this? too. I think they're I think they're doing it to make a point. But like you guys just make your fucking batteries bigger. <laughs> like, look how ridiculous this thing looks and look like your phones wouldn't look that bad if you just made you made them a little bit thicker and gave a little more battery. It could be. What if they're showing off their own their own cell phone battery tech and be like, "Hey guys, use our." That cell might phone be tech. what they're flexing. I, I don't know though. It's we we made batteries like because I almost wonder like, what if they can't make them thicker because of like some sort of limitation and energizers out there saying, "Hey, we can make them real thick." <laughs> <laughs> you should you. Come, come to us. We'll fix you up, and we'll get you a good, a good battery. Do you want to have a brick in your pocket? <laughs> That's. I mean, I wonder. In terms of both weight and size, I had the old Envy Touch, and I have to wonder, like, how, um, how big this is compared to that, because that was a pretty thick phone. Because that was one of the ones where it had the touch screen on the front and then you opened it up sideways and added like the screen on the inside of it in the keyboard. Mm. It was a good, good phone for a while. It got frustrating there towards the end. It it's got like real two slow. or three of those taped together. <laughs> <Maybe. How big laughs> <is this? laughs> it's, it's so big. Oh God. I don't know. I don't, this, but I don't know. We should, we should probably wrap this up now. I think we got to end this podcast. We've gone for so long. I think phones when I think of Energize. <laughs> that's that's the new thing. No more batteries, just phones. All right. <laughs> I'm calling it. This is this is done. We're we're done here. Okay, well, thanks for listening to this crazy episode. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website where we post all of our articles and the podcast itself, litgamingarena.com. You can also find us on Discord, chat.litgamingarena.com. See you in the next episode. Are they going to make a prequel to Donkey Kong Country? Where you play sequel. as young Cranky Kong, also known as Donkey Kong. <laughs> I mean, that was the real villain in Mario Sunshine, 
was the fact that they gave everyone voices. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good toad. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha